Hello and welcome to The Inner Gamer, episode 376. We are your bi-weekly dose of news, reviews, opinions, and discussions exclusively for the casual gamer. My name is Brett Yanoski. I'm Austin Rouse. And I'm Jason Hobbs. And today on The Inner Gamer, we're going to be talking about our review of BattleBit Remastered, now in early access. We're also finally going to give our review for Midnight Ghost Hunt. And we're going to talk about the (laughs) Nintendo Direct in June. And finally, we're going to talk about AI and gaming and our gaming apology tour. So it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Everyone is saying sorry, and we can't wait to talk about it. So cue that music. We're sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> July 4th, 2023. Happy Independence Day, everybody. America. Fireworks, America. Fuck, Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome to the Intergamer Podcast. If you want to show your support on this lovely Independence Day, you can go and consider donating at our website or share this episode <laughs> with a friend. <laughs> Is that bad? Is that bad to be like, no, nah, don't, don't, don't cater to America. Support America by donating to the inner gamer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Freedom for all. There oh we go. Oh my God. I should have worn my Captain America outfit. Oh, oh yeah. If it wasn't fucking packed up in my fucking oh, thing. And like I could have wore it for our event too. Oh, that'd be 120 great. degrees outside. <laughs> amazing. I've been so sweaty. <laughs> oh man. Well, y'all should go to theinnergamer.net slash donate to contribute. And speaking of events and being sweaty in Captain America outfits, (laughs) join us on July 13th at Maple Branch Brewery to hang out with us, play some couch co-op games like Super Smash Brothers, Mario Kart, and Overcooked. It's free to attend. You can RSVP on our Facebook page or meetup.com. And I forgot to tell you guys, you're hearing this live. Uh, We're doing a collaboration event uh, this time around. I've teamed up with another group that's in the design world called monsters of type and they were wanting to do an event at a brewery and i was like well you know what i got a gaming event so if y'all want to bring your people out come play some video games and meet the inner gamer we can do that so we're doing a collab between monsters of type as well as the inner gamer at maple branch brewery it's gonna be pretty cool i'm gonna sound like a dick what is monsters to type monsters of type of type it's a typography meetup group so it's people that love typography and design you happen oh. to be a member of it now? Uh, I, I've gone to a couple events. Yeah, oh, nice. Awesome. I volunteered myself to be like I can ho- or you know sponsor an event coming up, and it was going to be on another day. And then I was like, well, let's just make it on the same day. And then some Heck of the people, yeah. yeah, some of the people that actually attend Monsters of Type actually listen to the podcast. Oh, so it's kind of a good crossover. So I think it'll be fun. Awesome. Yeah. Well, it's welcome a crossover guys. event. Yeah, <laughs> come those. on over. Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> So we'll have some more people coming out, basically. So hey, yeah, the brewery's cool. warm for everybody. And in addition to that, you can join us on Twitch and YouTube each and every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Time. This week, we're going to be streaming The Division 2. Woo! Yeah, that's right. We're back in The Division, everybody. Yes. We're freaking taking Washington, D.C. by storm, fighting off those, what are those guys called in the game? Bad guys. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of them, but Black Tusks are the like bad guys. Notable. The Black Tusks, yeah. So stop by and say hello. We'll be on twitch.tv slash the innergamercast or youtube.com slash the innergamer. Now, let's dive into the topics of the week. 
So we are going to talk about Battle Bit today. The Battle Bit Remastered has dropped on the internet. <laughs> I didn't realize we're actually I going into this. I think so either, but keep I mean, going. No, I like I, it. There's a part like you it. can cut out. And no, don't cut it out. Here. It's fucking fine. fine. It's fine. Live. It's fine. It's great. Uh, Battle Bit Remastered, everybody. This is a game that just recently dropped on Steam in early access, and it is taking over the world by storm. Is it? Yes, it is. Why? It is the most played game on Steam. Why? It's becoming because it's fucking awesome. It's so good. Okay, I oh played something like this, and apparently I don't have access to this game because I went to. I was like, I thought I already had this game, and I got and we played it, and I mean it was okay, but it wasn't yeah. amazing. But if you played Battle Bit Remastered, it was that is that what it is? Like it just got remastered and now uh, it's good. Yes, man. Yes, I don't oh, know. Awesome. This is my first time jumping into this game, and I, I, it's it's not bad. There was a battle bit that came out, but it was alpha. It was the alpha version of battle bit that okay. was out for a little while. I don't remember ever playing a battle bit that was like a paid game that you could go out there and buy. But I don't know why they call it battle bit remastered either. Maybe there was a actual battle bit previously, but I don't recall that happening. All that to be said, this game was made by three people. Um, that was it. And uh, it dropped... Uh, Let's see. It dropped. It's only on PC. So those that are curious, if you want to play it on something else, it's not available yet on other things. It dropped June 15th of this year. So it's dropped like literally, you know, what, two weeks ago? Something yeah. like that. And uh, it is a 254 man multiplayer experience. Battle bit, y'all. Battle bit. Battle bit. So how, how do you two feel about this game compared to... Because it's, it's basically... It, apparently. Oh, you haven't played it. So, Brett, since you since you played Battlefield and you're a Battlefield guy, I'm curious, how do you feel more about this game compared to, like, standard yeah. Battlefield? So I still like the original Battlefield. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm going to hold through that. I was having a conversation with PvP in our Discord chat... And he's like, this is a better version than Battlefield. And, and that's what Travis there's was a, There is a fair argument to be said for that because, well, I'll talk about that in a little bit. But, okay. like, I still love, because, you know, I'm, I'm a big graphics guy. And this is a yeah. low-poly Roblox-looking kind of game, right? Okay. So it's not high quality at all. Um, and, and that's, you know, it's just, it's not a high-quality-looking game. But it runs very, very well because it's just a bunch of blocks. You know, that's all it is. So... They did a good job in managing that. And they, they basically built it with the intent that, you know, we're going to focus on gameplay and less on, you know, a bunch of bells and whistles and fancy shit, you know, to, to make our game happen. So for that, after playing it, because we did our stream on last uh, Tuesday, yep. um, had nine, eight people joined up with us, a full eight person squad. That's another thing I like about it. Like you can have eight players in a squad Squat it up and jump in. No other game allows you to do that except for like what was a split game. That was a split game that you had to do a private lobby. Yeah, I can bring eight of my seven of my friends into a 254 man server and we can just freaking do some shit. It was Polygon. Oh, that's right. I remember Polygon. It looks very similar, dude. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah we played that Wait, for so a little look, bit. So now I'm curious though if they're. Because they are very, they're basically the same. I forgot about Polygon. Yeah, that was the one. I was like, why? So I, I wonder, feel like I played this game before, but they're not made by the same people. So I wonder who made Polygon and who made Battlebit, or how that. Like, did somebody from Polygon end okay, up Polygon making Battlebit? Okay, Polygon is free. 
It's made by Polygon's made by Red Ast Redaster Studio. Yeah. Man, that's wild. I mean, it is very similar. I forgot about that. You're right. <clears throat> I mean, it's got the little polygon, but it's not blocks. This is yeah, uh, yeah. The other one's just straight blocks. up blocks. But anyways, you were saying you yeah. enjoyed that you can team up with eight eight people, eight which people. is rare for us to find a game. I mean, right now yeah. the only one we can do is Among Us, where we can have like a bunch of people jump into a server and all play together, which is cool. But, uh, I mean, BattleBit right now is taking over the world by storm. I mean, it's got, I think last I checked, it had 86,000 concurrent players, which is, like, insane. Um, it's 45,000 now, so 55,000. So that's still really good. You know, that's a, that's a huge, huge amount of players. And it's, I mean, it's holding steady. Is it a, because, like, what's the age group that pe- that play this? Like, what's the dominant age group? I mean, it's I, us. It's my, our age group. Is it's, it? People are, <laughs> I mean, the reason why people are playing this game and what everything I've seen in the headlines is this feels like Battlefield 2 again. Yeah. That's what everybody's saying. Yeah. So there's not kids hearing. playing this game. It's people that are our age are like, this is, this is taking us back to our roots of Battlefield back when it was good. Because everybody got shit on by Battlefield 2042 coming out broken. That they're like, I mean, take, I mean, take PvP and Chicken for example. They don't play Battlefield 2042 as much as I talk about how much it's great. They don't want to play it because they got burned in the beginning, you know, and it wasn't a good game. This game came out, and this game has everything that Battlefield 2042 should have had at launch. It's got massive servers. It's got 74 weapons. It's got 17 maps. It has 38 detach- attachments in the game. It's got a scoreboard. It's got full voice voice over IP built into the game. When you die, you can like yell and scream like, oh my God, I'm dead. And the enemy can hear you and like communicate with that. The gunplay is like really good and on par with Battlefield 2042. Like no joke. It is almost as good or it's probably as good as 2042. The game looks like shit, but the mechanics are solid. And I was surprised how good they are. So it's all about gameplay, huh? It is, yeah. I feel like that's what a lot of games are missing is is good, good gameplay. gameplay. <laughs> they look they look amazing. They look but amazing, but the gameplay is shit. <clears throat> so I mean, after like I'm not a big uh, Battlefield guy. The first game I jumped into was 2042, but jumping into this, I I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. I you guys hyped it up so much, I'm and I sorry. jumped into it. It's well, better now. We I didn't, do. We, we like didn't it. know. Yes. We didn't know. So here's the we thing. We were lied to. Brett is right. It is. It has improved so much, but I do. I'm on the fence about this game still because I'm still not used to the battlefield mentality. I guess right. you would say, and like, uh, it's not bad. You know, I actually enjoy the look of it more uh-huh. than anything because it, it to me I find it humorous more than anything. Watching the blocks or the buildings explode into these little blocks uh-huh. is just outstanding and just going through and just like demolishing stuff. I'm still trying to get the hang of it because I can't use controller on it. So that, <laughs> that that's another issue that I had to figure out on my own. But I'm actually highly enjoying this game. I was actually enjoying us playing and streaming last week on it. Yeah. So. There's some there's some really impressive mechanics in this game and yeah. the fact that it's still early access it's 15 bucks. Like so I, I mean it now. like I said it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They said they're going to keep the price the same but I hope. you know there's I mean yeah there's I mean you know the the graphics itself are like you know they're they're terrible but like it's so fascinating to me that like <laughs> they have a system where your friend goes down and dies 
you can go up to your friend and you can pick them up and drag them to a safe space and revive them. So like the other thing too, that's really funny is you can go up and drag an enemy and when you're dragging (laughs) the enemy, when they're dead and they're not picked up yet, they're in the the death mode. They have open voice chat. So they just have to talk and they can be like, there was was a guy I went up and grabbed and I started dragging him around the corner of this thing just to pull him off this ledge. So his friends couldn't get to him. He's like, no man, don't, don't do it. Don't kill me. Don't take me down. Don't do it. He was like screaming (laughs) and yelling, just like begging for mercy. And that is only active when you're dead. You have open voice chat to the whole entire server with proximity. And uh, that was just a really clever, it just makes for a really fun, interesting kind of (coughs) game mode. Like it, this doesn't have as many battlefield moments as battlefield has, but it's as close to a battlefield game as you can probably get on the market right now compared to triple a games besides battlefield. I'm sorry that, I mean, I'm glad that this is exists. Um, I don't want to play blocks. Like, I obviously don't like the way it looks. I mean, I'm, I'm going to play it, but it is sad that, like, it's come to this. I mean, thank God we have indie <laughs> developers, people who, like, want those games, and this is probably the most feasible way of making it happen because uh, yeah. it doesn't cost a lot. I mean, there's not a lot of freaking... I mean, I'm sure the people who made this grew up on Minecraft, so... Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is, I'm, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. This is, these are three passionate developers I, no, I, that put... They were like, fuck graphics. The focus is on mechanics and making a game that they ev- did that very fixing well. everything that people complain about Battlefield. This game fixed those things. Yeah. The only thing it doesn't have is good graphics. I mean, which is so crazy. Do you think they would come out with a better graphic game if they got, um, oh, if they had a more big budget, money? they probably could. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be curious to see what happens with that. It's like if they get, they hold this project and just keep working on it or if like down the line because clearly what they did here is just like what Among Us did they played to their strengths Among Us like their strength was the gameplay loop not the UI design the UI design in, in Among Us is shit yeah. yeah the UI design in this is also shit the graphics aren't that great but it's because they don't have a, a graphic artist they had a level designer they had a, uh, I mean, just like, I forgot the other, what the other guy's role was, but there's a level designer, there's a programmer, one guy that did all the code for the whole entire game, and then the other person had wow. some other role. I can't remember his role, but there was just three guys that worked on this game and built it out and made it into what it is. But it's, there's even a system in here that I was like, holy shit, like they got really deep in this. And like when you reload, you can reload your weapon and it like unloads a clip and drops on the ground and then you lose whatever was left in that clip if you reloaded it. Or you Shit. can double tap R and it'll like, I think drop out the clip. No, no. Double tap R will fast reload, but it drops the full clip out. Mm. R will drop the clip, but keep the magazine like in your person or whatever. And there's a button you can press that combines the magazines together into the other one so that you don't lose as much ammo. Yep. But it takes longer to do that. That's cool. I like that. And then when like somebody's hurting or whatever, like, you know, they're, they're bleeding out, you have to go and heal them. It takes a while to heal them. You also, as a medic, can heal. You have all five classes in this game. Um, there's Which level. Are? Uh, you have the recon, you have the engineer support, basically everything in Battlefield. Plus, you have leader. Which I don't know what leader does yet. I haven't tried that yeah. out, but you have your assault, you have your medic, you have your support, you have your engineer, and you have your recon. And they all have their mechanics. And then as you progress through the game, you get more kills, you unlock attachments for your guns. Also, as you progress through the game in a class, you unlock new attachments so you can swap out with your character. I will say the attachment, like the, the again, the user interface is, is terrible. It's garbage. Like you can't even tell what, like, 
items you have in your like like you can't tell what's <laughs> oh one my through God. five. You have to just like press the buttons and kind of figure out which one's which. But once you kind of get a hang of it, you you learn that. Um, but they got like squad benefits. So like if you're playing in a squad and you give orders, like you get benefits for that. Jeez, um, there's levolution in this game, which obviously is low poly, but like you're gonna you have a big old rocket, you have a guy up in a building and you know he's he's like hiding behind a wall. You can pop our RPG up there and blow up the side of the wall and he dies. And then you can do that. And you can also like knock like whole entire buildings down, just like make them topple down and stuff like that. So there's like some cool benefits that come with the fact that it is low poly. They can build yeah. those things into the game yeah. without having to like worry about. And that's the other thing that they rely on this game too is uh, they, they mentioned in their description is the, they were like one thing that you're going to get out of this game. They're focused on like the benefits that PC players love. They said that um, uh, exhaustively optimized for high frames per second gameplay, which I'm getting maxed out 165 frames per second 100% of the time. So it's like it the game runs as high as possible as you can get because of the fact that the graphics are shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. But then that means your, your, your hits are going to hit as long as the servers are running well and stuff like that. So it's like... There is a big loss there with like the fact that you don't have graphics and there's a lot of like user interface stuff that kind of sucks. But I think it's, a, I mean, for people that don't want to play Battlefield but love Battlefield, they don't want to play 2042, but they love Battlefield. It's an awesome alternative. It's better than Call of Duty, I think. I like it better than Call of Duty. I like it better than Apex. Man. And Fortnite. Honestly, I'd, play the, I'd rather play this over Fortnite. I think it just goes to show that just the I leadership, <laughs> the leadership in gaming has like, I mean, it's the same in the film industry because. I mean, I know somebody. <laughs> and it's just, I feel like we're going for the most, the lowest common denominator just so we can make the most amount of money. And it doesn't matter what we have to do. We just got to get that, whatever number we're trying to reach. And it's just like slowly going downhill. And I felt like back in the day, you know, that's why you got a PC because you were a freaking PC player. And this stuff was like hardcore and it run really well. And like, there's just so many great things about being on PC. Yeah. And I feel like that's all gone. It's just like, I don't know what we're doing. But the way you talk about this makes me think back to the the old days of like, you got a PC, you were hardcore. Yeah. And there was a lot of good stuff about that. And now it's just like, yeah, I got a PC. Everyone's got a PC. It's like super casual now, you know, it's just like a thing. You know, you order it and it's flashy yeah. and it's all made and ready for you to go. There was no like barrier to entry where it was like, I yeah. got to put some money down and like build my PC out and then I'm going to get the games and it's going to be hard to learn, but I'm going to learn them. And like, once you get in there, like create this really awesome community. I don't know. Having flashbacks. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I get from all this. Yeah. <laughs> but we have freaking battlefield 24 too. It took over a year to, to get it right. And still not hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's been pretty fun. I've been definitely been enjoying that, but, yeah. but this one is like, I, I feel like this game is a love letter to people that miss the old days of gaming. Um, cause this doesn't have any bullshit microtransactions. There's no gotcha mechanics anywhere. The mechanics are really, really good. The graphics suck, but like, it's just I like a the graphics. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I'm just saying the graphics suck is in there. Not like, yeah. you know, you're not getting the battlefield 2042 4k <coughs> HDR kind of thing. It's not really, but traced. I agree too. I, <laughs> I like, I kind of, I came to appreciate when I was playing it. So yeah. I was like, you know, really, I don't, I don't need a lot of fluff. You know, it's like, I can see my enemies very clearly. <laughs> You know, I know who's good and I know who's bad and there's nothing on the walls and I don't really need to have anything on the walls. I just got to know how to get it around the world, you know, and it's got everything that a Battlefield game is supposed to have 
and they do it well. Yeah. What they don't do well is it just isn't the most beautiful game in the world, which is another thing that Battlefield does well, is that usually they're like top notch, like visual fidelity and stuff like that. Yeah. And this one doesn't obviously have that. Yeah, we just lack and passion. And the UI sucks. <laughs> I think we lack passion with a lot of the games that are coming out right now. Yeah. Let's just make it look as pretty and appeal to the most people as possible so we can make the most money as possible. Mm-hmm. So this <laughs> is like, Dragon we're going to make a fucking awesome game. Yeah. It might look like shit, but it's going to play amazing. And yeah. I mean, just seeing the numbers. I mean, I saw, looked at Polygon. There's like not even 100 people playing or something. Like yeah. barely 100 people. Let's see. Polygon. There's 554 people playing, but the all time peak was only 1,200. Like, that is nothing. And you're right. I forgot that this game even came out. Yeah. This was a very similar concept, but it's something about it, they, the marketing in this one was really good and that they like, they hit the. I think the they really pushed a lot on the two fifty four players, which I think was kind of a big selling point too. Was like, oh shit, we like doubled the amount of players that freaking um, you know Battlefield has, which they had just doubled their own player count. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's interesting to see them do that again with this <coughs> game, and then streamers have been eating this game up. You know, they've been like crazy. on it like crazy. Like That's Jack Frag's been talking about it. Tomograph has been talking about it. A lot of different people that I follow have been like. This game is awesome. Well, that's good to hear. But they also I'm, were like the same way as like what you're thinking and what I even thought when I first saw it was like, this game looks like garbage. Like, why would I want to play this? Yeah. But now they're like, yeah. I'm kind of in love with this game now. And it's 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 a good... I mean, I still want to play Battlefield personally, but I think this is... If I can get the guys in the Discord to play this game, I'm, I'm totally down with that. Yeah. We, got, yeah. we got eight people in there the other night, and that was cool. I mean, the numbers, to hear what everybody's saying. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, these numbers speak for themselves. Yeah, I mean, people want to play this. People, I mean, there's something about this game that's positive, and it's got um, uh, twenty nine thousand reviews, ninety one percent positive on Steam right now. What's the most negative review? Uh, I don't know if I can find it. This sucks. Yeah, I, I'd like to see it. Like thumbs down. At least, at least a thumbs down. What's a, what's a thumbs down? <laughs> I will tell you. <clears throat> The game does not have accessibility options and is unplayable for colorblind individuals like me. Oh, wow. That's fair. That's a I mean, good one. Yeah. Okay, that's a really good one. What's, a, what's another good one? Uh, it's an early access, okay. <laughs> but still, that's that's a reasonable complaint. That, that, is, that is like that 100% is a 100% reasonable. reasonable complaint. Game is infested with cheaters already. Easy anti cheese a joke. That could be a big problem for them down the line. Yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Legit, <laughs> not some dude just being like, "Good sucks." <laughs> Can't have sex in this game. You're out of ten. <laughs> oh my god, love it. Uh, Come on, give us more break. Somebody got a false positive ban. Game oh. still needs a lot of work. The first hour feels like everyone's using an aimbot except you. <laughs> Extremely buggy. Perform poor performance on forty ninety. Uh, wow. game terribly made controls make little to no sense, but he spelled sense wrong. So I don't trust that review. <laughs> okay. So that's, that's one thing I wish they did have in this game is a kill cam. Cause oh. battlefield has that where it yeah. at least marks the person that killed you. Yep. Cause yep. I feel like I'm getting hit. You don't know where I don't know where like it is. Nice. It is wild. Nice. It's crazy. Yeah, and I there's like probably a lot, a lot of, bots. of people are, are cheating somehow, you know, cause I'm like, I don't know how you got me, but Okay. But then a positive review, this guy said, better hit registration than Apex, better audio than Apex, better game balance than Battlefield, better game developers than 99% of multiplayer shooter games. Yeah. 
Wow. Wow. It's a great game. I'm not disappointed on the 15 bucks I spent on this. Yeah. Yeah. But it will be interesting with the, the cheater system if that like becomes a problem down the line. <laughs> I'm curious to see where this game goes because yeah. um, just looking at Splitgate, I mean, they're not the same games, but it had an all-time peak of 67,000 and right now they have uh, uh, the peak of 794 people. Well, they also announced that they're not supporting this game as of like six months ago. Oh, we'll see. There it is. It's so, yeah. Poor Splitgate. I know. This I one, think, I think Battle, Bill, Battle Bit is going to go pretty far. You don't think they'll come out with something else, stop supporting it? I mean, they got to eventually stop supporting it, I would assume. What, we'll Battle see. Bit? Yeah. I don't think eventually. they will. I, I don't think so. I mean, there might not be a lot of upkeep for something like this. Because since Battlefield 2042 shit the fucking bed so hard, I think this one's going to dominate. Well, until I'm the, thinking until the next Battlefield comes out, they'll they'll be huh. okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just thinking like this: like they're gonna come out with another one, but you think it'll be Battlebit, or you think they might try to up the graphics a little bit and call it? No, I don't. I mean, we're I not think, gonna get another one for another, like bit, five or a few years from these yeah, guys. I think, well, yeah, that's fine. I think it's a staple now on the design and everything else. I think that's well, gonna like, stay like, like Minecraft. It it's like you know? Minecraft. It's yeah. a staple okay, now. Okay, okay. It's, an it's art gonna style. stick. There's no updating graphics or anything like that. I, I guarantee you, this is gonna take off. All right. And it's just gonna go from in there. a sense that is well, kind of part of the allure because, yeah. like, I mean, the destruction wouldn't be possible if they didn't have this game, like, with like. Eight, blocky graphics like this yeah well i'm not saying they should go like all out you know battlefield i'm just saying like it'd be great they had a little more polygons (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah well i don't know people love it man they're they're digging it they don't have to be polygon either just give me me a little more (laughs) three people man you can't expect everything oh it's three people yeah that's what what i'm saying like oh shit i didn't hear you say that yeah i said like 10 times three people three people made this game we think they'll hire more people to help them out one developer maybe but i think i think what you have right here is a staple like he said it's like minecraft this is this is a staple right now all right all right this is what this game is going to be about how can we always fall back to a minecraft type of freaking (laughs) game It's simple, dude. Like, it's you know, easy, Minecraft man. came it's out, easy. and I was like, "Who's gonna freaking play this?" And, and look then at a it, whole generation it. grew up on Minecraft. And spinoffs of Minecraft, oh Minecraft Dungeons, Minecraft, whatever the other one trials. was called, and trials, and Minecraft, Minecraft Crafter. movie coming out with Jason Momoa. Oh okay, so God. they got That's a true uh, Sergeant Okie Doki. He's a lead dev. They have Larry, who's the 3D artist and head moderation team. Just so his Larry. job is just like managing the community. And then you have Velasquez. He's a level designer. So that's all their team is. Three guys. And then all they do is one makes the 17 maps that exist. One does the 3D work plus moderates the community. The other one develops all the shit. Fucking rolling in the dough. Three people, one game. And it's doing this well. (laughs) I wonder how much they made. Holy hell. I mean, what is 86,000 people was the peak? Yeah, well, I'd be curious to know how many downloads they had. Let me so see. Like, I'm gonna do a little math. Well, here. think about too. Uh, I think you uh, do it in your head. You calculate. I'm gonna calculate this. Steam takes twenty percent, so extract eighty percent or give them eighty percent of whatever fifteen times eighty six thousand is. But that's not all of the sales because that's just peak players. Take eighty percent of that. Yeah. Out. Notice eighty percent. Eighty percent to okay. those three, or take twenty percent out if you want to do that. Divided by three, they made over a million bucks. Yeah, that's yeah. what eighty percent. Yeah, 
I'm not surprised. Yeah. So they're going to support this game for a while. Oh, I yeah. Imagine. With, this, this without is the, the new battlefield. Like, with the 20% added, they made um, uh, 1.2. Mm. The next game is going to be called. And it's not even done yet. It's only pickups teams. Yeah. So. They're well, they got probably hit five mil. Supposedly, soon. they they showed on their their roadmap that they have four maps planned post launch, and then uh, oh yeah, this is just the early access. Early access, man. Not even out yet. Um, so they have uh, four maps planned post launch. They also the fact that they also have um, you know thirty nine weapons already in the game is insane to me. Uh, they plan five new weapons at release, plus future weapons, plus future maps, and then future updates include bug fixes, polish, UI UX improvements. Thank God, uh, new vehicles, expand vehicle gameplay, but no jets because they know that jets are a pain point for fans of Battlefield, which I oh, love. Oh, nice! New game modes. So currently, they have eight game modes, and yep. they're gonna have more. Uh, new gadgets, including improving current gadgets, new features, enhancing the core experience, and then a military sim mode that upgrades teamwork to the next level so that's what they have planned for the future telling you man this is going to take over battlefield well they need it they or the or ea is going to acquire and then in battlefield you're going to have blocky people in it like you can unlock for customization <laughs> battlefield blocks Dude, that'd be hilarious blocks yeah oh yeah but anyway so that's that's battle bit yeah. Um, I'm hoping we convince Austin to download it. I, I think, I already I think said we I was going to get it. Hell yeah! He's going to get it. I just, I just haven't had week. a chance to like Screw it, Division. play Let's it. play Battle Bit. No, I want to play Division. Division okay, 2 fine. is amazing. Come on, man. Yeah. You okay, know you like it. Fine. You got to play through it. Dude. After all these years, you barely got anywhere, and now we're getting Oh, I know. I like it. I Don't like worry, it. Don't worry, man. Yeah. We're playing together. Okay, got cool. this. All right. You and I play together. All right. Anyway, so everybody, Battle Bit, early access, available on PC now for $14.99. Um, supposedly it's not going to change in price, but you just, if you like Battlefield and you want a new game that's on PC, go check it out. I would guarantee it works on the Steam Deck. So there you go. <laughs> guarantee. If you have a Steam Deck, it'll most definitely work on the Steam Deck. If I buy a Steam Deck now, it better come at Battle Bit free. <laughs> Preloaded, ready Pre-loaded. to go. Probably not, but yeah, it's worth Create try. my account and then boom, I'm ready to go. Boom. Battle Bit. I'm a ghost too. Oh. I'm a ghost too. <laughs> I'm a ghost too, everybody. You know why I'm a ghost? Because we're here to talk about midnight ghosts. Because you died. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's a ghost, and this I game for- has ghosts. In the I name. forgot about that game. <laughs> well, you know, we just talked about it. Yeah. Oh shit, it's good Woo. stuff. So, what are we talking about today? We are talking about midnight ghost hunt. Why are we talking about it? Because several months ago, back when we... <laughs> Dude, it's old news. Right before all the games <laughs> yeah, came is. out, uh, there was this game that came out free on the Epic Game Store. Unfortunately, it's not free Sorry, anymore. We didn't let you guys know <laughs> sooner. I think, we, I think we did, actually. I think we didn't mentioned we? it at one point. That's why we got it, because we're like, yeah. oh, it's free. Yeah, yeah. I thought I messaged you guys. No, yeah, it. y'all did. You did. You did. And then okay. we didn't talk about it on the podcast. And no. then, but then we never talked about it because so much other shit came out. Yeah. We had Tears of the Kingdom, and then we had a guest in the podcast. Summer and Games then we had Fest. Summer Games Fest. Other we had Diablo 4. Just a lot of stuff happened. Now we have oh, yeah. nothing to talk about, so we're going to go back to this and talk <laughs> <Yeah>. about this. <laughs> so, Midnight Ghost Hunt, what is this game? 
Uh, this is a description on Steam says lying in wait across a series of cursed locations, relentless spirits stalk the halls. Assigned to eliminate them are the ghost hunters, armed to the teeth with a ghoul busting tech to banish them to another realm. Play both ghost and hunter in a chaotic 4v4 struggle between the living and the dead. So this is a game that came out. It's been out for a little over a year. It came out, I think, in 2022, at the end of the year. Yeah. And then it came out for us on Epic Games for free. And we're like, let's do this. And it's like Ghostbusters, but <laughs> instead of 4v1, it's 4v4. Nice. And, and it's kind of like a mix of prop hunt in, in the beginning portion of yes. the game. So for the viewers that don't know, what is prop hunt? Yeah, what is prop <laughs> Oh, Jesus, y'all throw it at me. I, don't I know, know but, oh, okay. Uh, usually, uh, with this game, you hide inside of a, a like a box or a statue or something, and stay hidden away from the ghost hunters until it reaches what midnight. Yep. So you stay hidden, but is whenever you stay hidden for so long, you start to uh, build up this goo or whatever they call it, and then the ghost hunters are more attracted to you when they're using their radar to find you. So you kind of got to switch through and hide and just try to move around until the time's up. So then it reverses the roles where the ghosts are actually able to hunt down the hunters, which I find very fun. Yeah. Yeah, you get wrecked. Oh, like, very fast. Like, where do you go? Like, how do you escape? There's no escaping. So, there? like, there, there. One example get is good. get good. Yeah, that that's the key thing. One thing that I did whenever I first started playing, and I was playing the ghost, I found a uh, radio on top of a rock, and I hid in there for the longest time. No one could find me, and I just like the goo clicked up, and they were searching for me, but they never looked up. <laughs> so they're constantly running around trying to find me. And Travis, who was playing another ghost, one of the uh, uh, our friends and stuff. He's just like, "Oh, you're up there." I was like, "Shut up! Don't say anything." And he <laughs> hopped up there with me, and then he ev- eventually left. But as long as there's like one ghost, so for example, if they take out the other ghost and they vacuum them up, as long as there's one ghost alive until midnight, then all the other ghosts are reappear, reappear, and you can able to take down the hunters. And that's the only time that you're really able to take down the hunters. As the ghost playing defense side, I'm going to call it defense side. You still can like mess with the hunters you can throw stuff at them you can kind of hurt hurt them but you can't really hurt them physically as a ghost until you turn until past midnight and then you turn on them yeah so you turn red and you're scary as shit and you just attack yeah so on on steam they talked about just to add a little bit more i mean that's a great description obviously was it it was a great description oh, okay. yes yeah um, but uh, they, they mentioned that like when you're a ghost, you consider yourself inside seemingly harmless pieces of furniture to evade the hunters. But when their backs are turned, turn the environment against them with telekinetic kinetic bombardment. Go. No chair, lamp, or grandfather clock is innocent in this hijinks frenzy. But at 12, the witching hour begins and the hunters become the hunted. The tables turn and ghosts <coughs> become supercharged, giving hunters a limited amount of time to survive the vengeful wrath. So you really want to, yeah. as a survivor... Go or the hunter go and find these ghosts and destroy them before the clock strikes twelve, which gives you about I think what it's five minutes, five minutes, yeah. five minutes, and then five minutes afterwards, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So to kill the hunters. I really like that. It's this, so unfair when it, <laughs> the last five minutes. I know. Yeah, it's like it really puts <laughs> emphasis on that, and it's interesting too because one thing that we found out when we were playing this game, uh, it's not streamer friendly because there is proximity chat features in this game in that 
especially when you're a ghost, there's an ability you can unlock that allows you to like talk and like, uh, what do you, what do you call it? Um, throw your voice. So if you're a ghost and you're like in this little like building or whatever, you're in this like, you say you're in a chair in one corner of the room, you can throw your voice with this ability and it'll throw it to the other side of the room. So it distracts the hunters into going over there. So there was, yeah. So there was a guy and I eventually unlocked this ability and was like fucking with people because I thought it was really funny. And then you can like run around, just be like, oh, hey, I'm over here, I'm over here. And really your voice is like way over there, but you're way over there. Throwing your voice. Yeah. So there's some interesting mechanics that, so both sides, (laughs) both hunters and survivor and ghosts have an upgrade tree that as you play the game, you get like points you can then use to unlock abilities and Mm -hmm. weapons. So there's a lot of different weapons in this game. There's a lot of different, um, there's (laughs) probably like, 16 to 20 different abilities you so, can use. Speaking about abilities, um, I'm going to throw this out there because I thought it was a glitch. But whenever uh, I was playing a hunter and we were loading in and we were coming in, and as we're coming in, it shows like a view of the map. And I see one of my teammates already on the map running around. <laughs> and I was just like, that must be a glitch. So I didn't say anything because everyone's talking and stuff. I didn't think of anything of it. Uh, Turns out one of the guys that were playing the ghost was able to like pretend to be the hunter. Oh, that's clever. And run around. So it confused everyone because I was just like, I just saw you over here and the person took me out. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I was very confused. So the ghost have the ability to transform into a hunter and run around to distract and do some damage. So that. I, I feel like a very um, uneven balance because <laughs> it threw me off a very, like, I, I didn't even know that was an ability. That's so, crazy. Yeah. I got to say, I think initially, like, looking at the trailer, watching a little bit of gameplay, being like, this actually could be better than Ghostbusters. And I think we all said that. We're like, oh, wait, you know what? Ghostbusters is dead now. Let's just get into this. It's going to be a lot more fun. It's quick. It's fast-paced, blah, blah, blah. What I played, I actually think I prefer Ghostbusters better. How come? Because it's a longer match. I think it's with the time given, I think there's enough time for each side to potentially turn the ties and win. And here I feel like it's it's all just the ghosts. Favoring the ghosts. Yeah. Now, I mean, I'm sure you get better over time, and I, I haven't really dived into the upgrades or anything, and maybe that helps you track down the ghosts better. But, man, I just felt like... You get to midnight, and what do you do? The ghosts are overpowered, and they kill you in, like, two hits. And they're like, well, there goes the game. Like, if one ghost can stay alive, which is fine. I mean, that's the whole point, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm like, dude, they all come back? (laughs) I don't know. I think there's still a chance, because we had a game where the ghost came back, and we thought we were going to dominate, because we took down two, and there was only one left. But the ghost was able to, like outmaneuver us so much that he he actually killed us wait so one ghost comes back or they all come back uh, they all count they all came back but okay one ghost was able to outmaneuver us enough oh to but kill you us killed all. everybody you yeah. killed the other ghosts. we killed the other two when ghosts. they're super powered yep how it, like did y'all team said, up? you just gotta uh, get good man is there weapons and yeah well attachments i mean you, you can take whatever? them down it's there because the only i mean they can they can get you but you're still stronger as a hunter. Yeah. It's just there's much more advantage to them because they, they do a little bit more but, damage. But they're not like, they don't have guns, you know? You have guns, they don't. 
So you can you can run around and like you know use that to your advantage. Like they Man, just I, slash you and I've been running around out. shooting these guys and I'm like fuck yeah <laughs> damn. Just gotta whenever you know it's like after midnight, you just gotta keep that distance between you because the only thing they can do is come up and hit you yeah. unless they have some kind of special ability or like throw shit at you. But you gotta keep that distance. And that that's the key thing is the distance whenever that yeah. happens. I really think though that this game, um, I right now, no, granted, I haven't played enough matches yet because like Ghostbusters when that game first came out, freaking love that game. Oh yeah, Absolutely I still love it. that game. I don't enjoy. I don't want to go back and play that game anymore. Like I'm really? not not because of this, just because I got bored of it. Yeah, like I feel like I've done those maps enough. I've done it's a it's a loop that like with Battlefield, you know, as that. an example. I feel like every time I play Battlefield, it's like there's something new that happens. I'm like, oh shit, like that was crazy. I never expected that to happen. And Ghostbusters, it's like, okay, I kind of have done the things enough. And then I don't like that. Well, if I want to play a ghost, it's like freaking impossible to play a ghost because it never matches you correctly. So that's a little glitchy thing. But I like in this that. I thought they fixed that. Uh, last time I played, I didn't, but hmm. I don't know. Um, but I like in this that you have the opportunity on both sides. There's. I like that you can have four people play a ghost and then four people play regular mid things. You know, it's not it's not offset where it's like, okay, you have three people in here that are doing thing. Just like an evil dead, you know, it's like I love that game, but it was always weird in that you had to if we're playing with a group, one person has to be quiet or go to another channel to pl- interact with us. Whereas in here it's like we all play one side or we all play the other side. And I kinda like that it keeps the group together um in a in a game, you know, a, so- a social experience. But um, but I do think there's still some things that Ghostbusters does better. Um, like I don't, I think the it's more silly in Ghostbusters, like run around and like jumping through like different things. And I don't feel like I like in this game. I feel like I just have to like sit in a freaking prop for a while and just like wait, wait it out and hope they don't find me. And in Ghostbusters, there's like as of when I played it last, which I mean again upgrades might change that. Like I can in Ghostbusters like sit in a thing y'all find me i'm like haha bye and like take off and run you have ability and get yeah, away quickly drop stuff and this one i can't get away as fast i yeah. feel like it, it it caters to the hunters in a way but i enjoy the fact that as a hunter we can all you know work together track them down but as ghosts it's like we can team up as ghosts and like fuck these guys up you know and take them down which i think is also interesting that i wish we had more of in I wish it was more of the team play just like in this reminds me of left left for dead and that in left for dead, like as zombies, you can team up and like take people down and gang up on the hunters. Whereas you can't do that in ghostbusters. So I like that aspect here. Not saying that, you know, one's better than the other per se, but I mean, this one might get boring too, but I, I also enjoy the, some of the progression stuff in here. So I like those unlockables, you know, with skills that you don't have in ghostbusters. You just have cosmetics. Well, no, you got skills and you have items that you can upgrade. <laughs> a little bit, but it's, it's, I, I'm going to have to lean more towards Austin on this one. I think I enjoy Ghostbusters a little bit more. Yeah. Just because of like, yeah. to me, I feel like it's more equal. And I feel like they explain how to use the mechanics a little bit, a little bit more. That's fair. Better, I guess you would say. It's better explained. And in, in this one, I'm trying to figure out what's what to use, how to use it, and it's just like it, it's kind of complicated. And I, you know, just and I feel like you can team up pretty good. Like if you know the map, you'd be like, "Hey, you go this way, you go that way. We'll no. try to flush the ghost out." 
and you have to work together at some point to capture the ghost because one person's got to hold them, one person's got to put it out. Yeah, another person come in and help hold the ghost a little longer. Mm-hmm. I feel like that lends to that. And I thought I thought this was going to kill that game. Me until too. I yeah, played same. it, and yeah. I was like, "Damn, I kind of just want to go back to that." And I was really hoping same. because I felt like Ghostbusters was on its way out. I mean, it is. I don't think it's being played as much anymore, but for that kind of gameplay, I think this one also felt a little buggier. As much crazy as it sounds, because there were some bugs in Ghostbusters, but yeah. the mechanics feel better in Ghostbusters in most yes. cases. Yes. Yeah. And we also had a shit time trying to get matches going in when this round we were playing. The matchmaking is not that great in this. For being out for a year, I was kind of disappointed by yeah. that. Um, it has like yeah. a dead before daylight kind of vibe. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which it's is like a bad thing. good for what it is, but it's like still kind of kind of buggy and kind of broken no, in places. Yeah. But I think the UI is really nice. I think the game looks really good. Um, there's a lot of cool mechanics in here. I kind of wish we could just like merge the two games together and like add some of the character and fun, a moment-to-moment fun and Ghostbusters into this game. Yeah. And you have a pretty good combo, but you don't have that. Oh, you can move around in this too. That's yeah, nice. you can. Yeah, you can move around with little, little things. And play the ghost. We oh, had ghost and plus, if you die as a ghost, which I, I still don't understand this concept, whenever you die, well, die, whenever you are like defeated as a ghost before the midnight strikes, you turn into another kind of ghost. Yeah. And you can do a cold wave against the hunters. It like stuns them. It slows Does them it down. stun them? Not stun. It slows them down. It slows them down. So I was constantly doing that. I was running around trying to, like, it felt like there was no big effect to it. You know what I mean? Like I would do it. Then I'll wait to charge up, so I'll keep following. So what I would do, instead of doing that, I would communicate with my team, like, hey, just follow me, and you'll know where the hunters is at. You know, because yeah. you see the marker of mm. the dead ghost. So that's how I utilized that. But I, I didn't see the cold stunning doing, like, a major effect on the hunters at all, which kind of annoyed me. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And then once again, like, if you get, if you get caught, it, it's kind of hard to run away. And Ghostbusters, whenever you get caught, you get that good boost and you can fucking really yeah, dip yeah. away and, and it's like a real hunt. But I think the main reason why they kind of did that is because you're you're trying to find four ghosts instead of just one. They found Brett. Yeah. And this I know, I was so he found this here. I was oh, wow, like, he didn't find him. Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> and they still eventually found me, but it was, it took, I was surprised I was staying alive because everybody else and they were watching a Twitch stream of our, uh, one of our gameplay moments in this game and there was a time where I was in this warehouse by myself and everybody else was in the other building and the entire hunter team was over here. I was like, oh, oh. fuck, they're going to find me. They're going to find me. They didn't see you go away. I know. I would like to try this game again. Yeah, I would too. Um, I'd try it with y'all because I think yeah, try it with y'all. Um, well, we'll get together and like run a run a deal with it. Maybe after we do our division stream, we'll jump back into the, the Midnight Ghost. Midnight Ghost. Well, we were supposed to play this on our LAN party. Day. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Really? We never yeah. did. Oh. We had we it as one of on our Fortnite games. What else did we play? There's a lot of games to play. Yeah. yeah, a lot of good games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So Midnight Ghost on everybody. Uh, just so y'all know, it is available on Steam right now for six dollars and seventy nine cents. So oh, it's on wow. sale. Normally it's nineteen ninety nine, but uh, it's on Steam. It's on Epic Games. Um, I don't believe this is a. Um, multi-platform game i believe it's just pc so if you want to pick this up you have to pick it up on your pc <laughs> <laughs> <Your what? laughs> 
Yeah, your pisser. Get on your pisser. Are you hard? Yes, you hard. Okay, but, uh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Guys, pick it up on PC. <laughs> PC only it. is where it's at right now. Sorry. I'm sure it'll come to consoles soon. Doubt it. Yeah. It has no, not been announced not for Xbox console. or any other things. They are open to it, but they haven't announced it. Oh, I guess that's not doing as good as they thought. Why is this guy a pigeon? Because cool. cosmetics, dude. A hunter is a pigeon. Yeah, it's dude. Great. They're trying to be Fortnite. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they can do it. <laughs> oh, Fortnite they can pigeon. Do it. Midnight Ghost Hunt. Nintendo Direct is here June 2023, right after E3. Not E3, Summer Games Fest. Let's call it Summer Games Fest. That's what it is now. Is it? Yeah. What? It's in the summer. Yeah. And it's about <laughs> games. And it's it's kind of E3, E3 is dead, okay? <laughs> E3 is dead, apparently. Uh, it's forever dead. Uh, but Nintendo likes to, you know, do their own thing. And they were like, you know what? We're not going to do anything during Summer Games Fest. We're just going to, like, be quiet for a little bit and then just, like, drop an announcement. So hey, quiet. Direct, two days from now. So quiet. I had no idea this even happened. There you go. Oh, yeah, it was very quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw it blow up on my Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. So I was just like, Jesus Christ. more than I saw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the announcement leading up to it definitely was like nothing. And all of a sudden, bam, here we are. So this is going to be the five biggest announcements from the summer game or from the Nintendo Direct in June. That just happened. So first up, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, everybody. Ooh, it's a wonder. This is a side-scrolling Super Mario Brothers game. It's a brand new Super Mario Brothers in the series. Add some strange and inventive new gameplay twist like Living Pipes. Huge groups of enemies and the ability to turn Wait, into what? an elephant. Living pipes? Why yep. are we turning into elephants? What the fuck? Because <laughs> it's a wonder. It's a Austin. wonder. It's a oh. wonder. I mean, the background looks amazing, but... Yeah. I love the layering happening in the uh, the design here. It's yeah. really nice. Um, I don't know if I want to go back to playing one of these games. I'm just like, I played in... I don't just, I just don't have time. Yeah. No thanks. I also want to mention uh, <laughs> this comes out October 20th. Oh. So if y'all remember October, <laughs> it's a little That's not happening. <laughs> October's it's a little stack. What's up with October this year? Sorry, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. So this one might not get the love that it deserves, but it looks really good. So if you like Nintendo games and you like Super Mario and side-scrolling old-style Mario, it's just for you. Yep. There's an audience out there for this. Do you, uh, yeah. so are no, any of I you guys know. remotely interested in this game? Zero. No. Okay, cool. Moving Sorry, on. Sorry, <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. I appreciate it. I re- I like a hundred percent appreciate it. I oh, know people are going to eat this up. Yeah. who love these games. Yeah, and have I, been waiting for this. I really appreciate it, but I'm I'm done with this. Yeah, like a hundred percent. Yeah, I get you. I'm in the same boat, probably. I actually. feel like I should be playing this on my Nintendo DS. Yep. So, but you can play on your Switch now. Hoorah! How many games do I play on my Switch? Yeah. <laughs> <Zero>. <laughs> so next up, this took the world by storm. The cult classic from the SNES, Super Mario RPG, is coming back to the Switch this. in its remastered form. This game uh, uh, launched in 1996 as a collaboration between Nintendo and Final Fantasy maker Square Enix. So oh, this is probably it. why it okay. it's got such That's, a uh, appeal. Such a big appeal. Now. Yeah. So now they're called Square Enix. Previously, they were called Square. But basically, the remake will mostly be visual changes with the gameplay left largely the same. And this is coming out in the future. <laughs> awesome. Well, it I'm looks not, good compared to the old one. <laughs> well, I'm sure it does. I thought this was going to be Super Mario 64 remake. That's what I thought nope. when you nope. said it. But then I looked <laughs> nope. at it and I was like, I do not want to play this at all. And I felt like, yeah, I don't know. 
But it's an RPG. I'm it's happy. Marvel, I'm man. sure people will love it. I'm just, this is not, not what I was expecting. And if yeah. this was the biggest thing here. Uh, not quite the biggest thing. Not okay. quite. There's, right. there's bigger. All right. But it All definitely right. has a Square Enix kind of vibe going on. Can you scoot forward to the end real quick? I want to see if there's a release date in there. I can't remember if there was or not. I feel like there wasn't. Uh, is that I, the date right there? No, that's when the, the direct <laughs> happened. Yeah, this is. There was. I'm pretty sure that they had a date of some kind, or like a release window, maybe. Mario looks like a kid. Um, I don't like it. It's really bothering me. He looks scrunched up, right? 11 November 17th. There we 11, go. November 17th. November 11th. Wait, so, no, no, <laughs> November 17th. <laughs> Sorry, Brett. November 17th. There you go. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have WarioWare Move It. This is a variety of micro games. Apparently, WarioWare games are really, really good. Looks kind of fun. Up to three friends online or two-player on local co-op can play. Uh, it's got lightning quick mini games. Makes it perfect for people who trip enjoy is this. <laughs> <laughs> sorry there's some weird stuff going on it is a weird game very weird uh, it's perfect for people who enjoy Mario Party but don't have the time because they have adult responsibilities like jobs and mortgages okay <laughs> so this is a game for us yeah this saying. is a game for you guys a casual yeah. gamer game this launches November 3rd pre-order is opening up today but it's always been a weird kind of like you know I don't know outcast game <laughs> Like I've seen the videos of this before, and like the games are just weird as shit. I feel like I feel like we need this for the inner gamer uh, events. events. Yeah, yeah why don't we have this oh yet? We can God. do it. Let's it should be it like the, the main game. The game, the games are so random. I know like, that's what's no even connection. better. I mean, our our events will be. We will have an event in November, so let's do this. Why, you know? why not? Why not? I love it. So y'all interested in this game? I know. It sounds like I, I think I am. Yeah, right. In a weird way, I am. I'm on drugs. <laughs> yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> I mean, we're there. We're drinking. <laughs> hanging out with friends. We're like, what the fuck are we going to play next? God. <laughs> Up to three friends or a two-player co-op. So two players can sit there and jump into it and enjoy. <laughs> it's only two-player co-op? We can't have more local, than that? Local, local co-op. Online is three. Uh, wait, what? Yep. Yeah. Wait, wait, okay, we're not getting this game. <laughs> <laughs> but you have two people side I by side. I want at least four people to be involved in this. This is I agree. But you know what? You can't be involved in Austin. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Detective Pikachu is back. Oh, Lord. In a game called Detective Pikachu Returns. Literally, it's called Detective Pikachu Returns. Detective Pikachu uh, It's the quirky Pokemon adventure game. Uh, getting a sequel. Tim Goodman and his coffee-loving hat aficionado Pikachu are teaming up once again to solve the mysteries of Rhyme City. Maybe this one does well. We'll get a sequel to live-action Detective Pikachu movie. We already this comes had out. One. Wait for it. This comes out. You wouldn't get September, guess it. October, October, 6th. man, October. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck October. What's man. happening in November that we need to be worried about? I mean, there's a game coming out in November that. No, I'm just saying, it? like, why is everything coming out in, oh, October, in October or September, October? I don't know. I What's know, happening man. in November that we need all the games for? I don't know. It's well, just in time for I the think game what awards. They, thought, they were like, oh, let's not release in November because that's when Call of Duty comes out. That's when this game, you know, all those things. COVID come out. 2.0. 
Yeah, know. COVID 2.0. Why not? Why like, not? Well, plus, you know, what's we'll going to happen is they're going to release all these games in October, which gives them enough time to discount that shit for Black Friday. Oh. So, Discounted Pikachu, you cents. heard it here first. <laughs> Especially Nintendo. <laughs> Tech Pikachu, $5 off Black Friday. Black Friday. Less That's the that. only deal they're ever due for But Black you Friday. have to get the OLED Switch bundle that gets yes, exactly. $5 off. Or the OLED Plus. last but not least is a very exciting dlc announcement for pokemon scarlet and violet adding new pokemon trainers and threads and nothing more no story nothing more but new pokemon and trainers and so play the game again to get the new pokemon right i thought you said there was something bigger but it's Nintendo. Yeah, was it I Pikachu? I was jokes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Don't you love my jokes, man? They're so I good. Don't. Yeah. So no word on release date, but expect the teal mask and the Indigo disc to come out this holiday season. Get all your new trainers and stuff. You just jump into Pokemon. I mean, if you haven't bought it yet, this is the right time to get the DLC. I'm just like very sad I that they brought out run a well. DLC for this game, and they're like, it's just clothing and new, new Pokemon. Pokemon. They and that, you story. had to buy it? Well, yeah. I had to buy new Pokemon. I'm not, I would not. I mean, if I had this game, I would not buy it. Microtransaction, my friend. Like, oh, we forgot to add this Pokemon in. Pay us 50 bucks, probably. So that's probably all 15. they had at the <sighs> Nintendo Direct. There Love was it. It, They're I literally on cloud. Nintendo's on cloud nine with Tears of the Kingdom, and this is what they give us. No, they gave us Mario RPG. People yeah, are dude. fucking hyped about that. Yeah, man. Mario RPG is gonna be awesome. Love it. Mm. RPG I'm actually style. very interested in Mario RPG. It might yeah, be pretty see, good. Look at that. I see <laughs> another fan over here. I'm also interested <laughs> All right, look, in Detective Pikachu. Oh, so. another purchase. Nintendo. Mm. And then Super Mario Brothers Wonder looks really good. <laughs> if you smoke weed, I'll play with you. <laughs> if you smoke, oh, remind me to tell you a story about that later. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't want to even ask any more questions. I was going to say right something, but I'm not going uh, to uh, anymore. Okay, so everybody watching, I was at work today, and then I was putting my AirPods away in my my, uh, Sorry, my pocket. I was hey, like, you found weed. No, I had my AirPods, and I put my AirPods in, and somebody took a picture of like the room because like we were like, oh yeah, this is what we do when we like run out of internet. Like we Brent all roll in together. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> Fuck this job. I'm rolling a joint. <laughs> they took a photo it's on of their me. official webpage and everything. <laughs> oh my god. They posted the general Slack chat of like You need to Brett, post that up on our social media accounts. Brett rolling a doobie. I will, I will, I will. Yeah, I need to. Uh, my, one of my coworkers was Fake like, Brett, are, are you rolling a joint? And it kind of looks like that. Oh, my <laughs> Brett. God. Brett's like, yeah, I'm in a meeting again. <laughs> I need this to get through the day. What you funny. need to do is post it up on her social media. It just be like, if you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you have to listen to the podcast. No, and just tag the, uh, you're at work. the podcast on it. And you're at work when I'm at work. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so good! Brain anyway. rolling a fat newbie. It. Yep. Oh, yep. here, here's the fifteen dollars worth of content right here. This new Love Pokemon it. that's being exposed to us. Oh, uh, we don't even know. Oh, there it is. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. Can't wait to. You have to. There's different DLC for each. Of course there is. Of course. If you have both games, it probably costs 70 bucks a piece. You still have to buy separate DLCs for each. Are you new to Pokemon, man? This is how it goes. Two different games. I thought it'd be. I knew you had two games, but like. 
Literally, Pokemon. It can't be one DLC. Pokemon no. Company is the only company that can come out and literally release two copies of the same exact game and make twice as much money. Probably. Okay, yeah. we need to start a revolution and say this is not okay. Who? You know what? You, you know, know what? You, Those who are buying it, I I applaud you for being a gamer, yeah. but. Well, you're the problem. You know, <laughs> no, the customer's always a problem. We always talk about it. The battle passes, the loot boxes it's and true, all that. It's all, and the pre-orders. It's all the consumer. They're Austin. Companies are just going to eat Fortnite, it up. Fortnite. How do you like Fortnite this year? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how, how do you like that new battle pass? Did you buy it? I hate it. I actually hate <laughs> did, the battle did pass. Did you buy it? Did you buy it? Yes. I got the Fortnite crew pass to give me Rocket League pass in case we all play together. Oh, we're always playing Rocket League. I know. Yeah, Rocket League will That's never why I betray bought us. It. Even though their battle pass sucks, battle but it's still fun. For like five years, <laughs> five seasons. Yeah, man. Anyway. We, I felt like we got into Fortnite at a good time because the last two seasons were great, and then this one just absolutely blows. Yeah, that's what happens. We well, got this into is actually, it. <laughs> blow my butt. Wait, is the chapter the bigger number? or Is the season the bigger number? No, no chapter. Okay. Chapter. Chapter. Yeah, yeah. Chapter. I just want to wait for the new chapter. Okay. I want to get the. You, you have the rest. Of I want to participate in the chapter event. We probably play. have two years. Yeah. No. What? Yeah, this year, what? next year. <laughs> I'm done with this. <laughs> I gotta wait another two years for the next chapter? No, just like year and a half. Oh my god. Yeah, we're doing seasons now, man. Come on. Anyway, no, this is it. This isn't Nintendo, but yeah, you know what we're talking about. All right, anyway. So <laughs> Nintendo, it. they don't do battle passes and they don't do microtransactions. They just do DLCs. <laughs> they, do, they do Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon. They sell you the same game twice. <laughs> gotta catch them all. And you buy it. Oh, don't okay. be rude. Oh, <laughs> you man. guys buy it. Spend your money on it's it. Okay. <laughs> oh, you, you, could, yes. you could bitch at me yeah. about how I buy Fortnite Battle Pass. There you go. Truth. Or all the fucking Marvel skins from <laughs> Avengers. <dang> <laughs> oh, that's right. He did do that. And then they made them free. Oh, I thought you were talking <laughs> about Fortnite. Because I was oh, like, I do Fortnite. that too. Oh, <laughs> they got me. Oh, they got geez. you. They got you. How much did you buy in Division 2, Austin? Oh, okay, good. No, you know All right, well, wait, 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 wait. We're not done. We gotta close it out. Austin's like, you're ragging on me too much. Fuck this. We haven't ended it yet. <laughs> End it all. that, everybody, that is the Nintendo Direct <laughs> for June 2023. Uh, that's the five game announcements. Let us know what you think is your favorite <laughs> from this Direct. And if you liked it or if you didn't like it. Today, we are talking about the impact of artificial intelligence on gaming. Beep boop. If y'all have. Been living on a rock, you may not know what this is, but if you haven't been living on a rock, like Patrick Starr from SpongeBob SquarePants, no, this is Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> you will know that AI is all the rage right now with the creation of ChatGPT. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about AI disrupting pretty much every industry. So <laughs> it's taking over. It actually, like is, they said it would, it yep. actually has taken over the military. Really? Yep. We have a uh, evaluation system that we have to do. Okay. Sorry, this is like way no, off topic good. ish. Yeah. No, this is relevant. But um, yeah. we have an evaluation process to go through. It's called an EPR. And uh, what What's we do, uh, evaluation personnel oh, record. Right. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we have to come up with bullets, and it's in a bullet format. So now they have a program now that we can type in whatever the person did, and they'll format it into a perfect bullet, and we just push it through. Do I even look at it? Yeah, you can review it and stuff, fix certain things because the AI is not like perfect. Yeah, yeah, you know, you can fix certain things in it to reword certain things, but it is like it has made. I went through back in the day, I would go through 10 EPRs 
and I would write on myself, it would take me almost like two months to do it. But now doing that many EPRs, it took me two weeks. That's pretty good. Yeah. So it so it's positive. But they they built, it's a positive. It's they a built big the positive. technology for you guys. You're not like logging in chat GPT. Oh no no, it's not. It, it's personally just for the military at the moment. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been using a lot of my job for programming. So yeah. if I'm like running into a problem, heard about that. It makes it faster to Google. Mm-hmm. Um, faster so to Google. Faster to Google. So instead of going to Google, oh oh, to search chat faster GPT, than chat GPT and be like, hey, here's what I'm trying to solve. <laughs> help me and then they give me the answer which I can I know because I know how to program mm-hmm. whether or not it's going to be right and I can plug it in there and usually it's better than me scouring through like hundreds of articles to find the pieces that I need to make the thing happen no. and so I should get this just to ask questions yeah you yeah. could yeah. or talk now, to your girlfriend one or two that too. <laughs> they, they, I will say yes, there are limitations right now because like it, ChatGPT specifically hasn't been granted full access to the internet yet. I thought and it if has. You pay, well, so mm-hmm. they did, but I don't know if it's not for the free version. Oh. But then you have to pay for it to get the yeah. the access to the internet thing. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But right now, it's just so like two anything from 2021 before oh, is Lord. the data that it has access to, or you oh. can feed it information. So I can just like copy and paste an article and be like, summarize this, and it'll summarize it. Um, actually, everything here in my notes are from ChatGPT. So... Um, I took all these articles that we have in here and I had ChatGPT give me bullet points from the articles of the key points of the article. Hmm. So, for example, Blizzard has been using it for all aspects of their game development, such as um, they have a tool called Blizzard Diffusion where they use it to generate concept art for environments and character designs. So it's not just for text. It can be also used for visuals as well. Um, the potential applications for AI mentioned in an email to Blizzard staff include generating autonomous in-game NPCs, assisting in-level design, voice cloning, game coding, and implementing AI-driven anti-toxicity measures, which is really interesting, I think. So rather than having a human moderating content on like the social channels or in-game or whatever, <coughs> AI can do that and cut out that person from having to go through that process. Of, well, they're already doing it. I mean, it's already being done. Not with this technology. I'm yet. sorry. Yes. Like it's about to be. What YouTube does it? No. Yeah. Humans moderate that. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Most. I mean, some of it. Like, if it's like ambiguous, like, like well, this is like analyzing the what's being said and then like stripping it out. Like they can find keywords that are being phrased from like transcripts, but they're not like using this. I mean, it's it's machine learning, but it's not like full on AI where like they're feeding it the data right now to know what to like, for example, when our, when our Apple about? video got what cut are they out it to you talking about YouTube or talking about, talking about YouTube. Okay. So on YouTube, the Apple video that got cut out, they cut out the use of the app and Apple vision pro video. So right. they probably put in the system. If there's these keywords that show up in the transcript, block it. Shit. That that's got not kicked AI. Out. Yeah. It got kicked out. Well, the first time, because we used the video footage of it. Oh, so they're using like, like that's, it's more rudimentary than that of right, like, this enough. is learning. And <clears throat> that is still trained. They're still okay. training it. This is learning on its own. All right. Okay. Yeah. I'm so, using bot as synonymous with AI. Because some things can learn, yes, and that yeah. is technically AI. Yeah. But some things are bots and it's programmed to be like, check oh, for these check things. For this and and that. Right. So it's Something not really is said, AI. 
you know, cut it or pull it or flag it or whatever you want to do with it. And that's happening all the time right now. Yeah. No, the artificial intelligence that we're talking about here is like it is able to think beyond what it's been programmed to do and and critically think and critically analyze different aspects of things to bring you information. So like, again, like going back to my programming example, I asked it the other day, write me a WordPress query to output this post type that showed stuff that was posted in this time frame. If I were to have a bot do that, they would be like, here's an article that tells you how to do that. Yeah. What this did was scoured 50 articles and read the context of that based on what I said and pulled all of it together and wrote me a, here's how you do that. Here's the code and here's what it's doing and explained it to me which is not anything that was pulled from the internet or anything like that. It was all amalgamated and rewritten for the sake of my use, which I thought was, which is what, what kind of like makes this like very different. So on the note of like them talking about um, AI being used for NPCs, super excited about that. Cause like we have a bunch of humans that are writing a bunch of dialogue right now for games that like really could doesn't always have to be written by a person and you could hopefully then save that humanity human time to focus on like writing like the real like mainline story dialogue and then less time on like the stupid side quests or just like fetch questy things just let ai write that because <coughs> it's all kind of like standard how, how far can we go with this where it basically i'm, I'm going to reference south park in and it like, took my jobs you know like how far is this going to go where it needs to be regulated all right, before we get to that, because I oh. want to get to that. Okay, yeah, cool. But I agree with you, but if it's to the point where it's like, hey, let's just get an AI to do this, it's not worth the actual time to make it happen. Like The reason why you have a human do it is because you put heart and passion in something that's going to yeah. be interesting that you want to play, and it's going to be special. So when you play it, it's uh. like, wow, that actually like hits home. Like Skyrim, not all the... Not all the side missions are amazing, but the, some that are, like they go on, they're their own like main storyline quests, and that's why it was so amazing. That's what we should have. I agree with that. Yeah. But Otherwise, that's what, it's like, hey, yeah. go to Johnny across the world and get the thing and bring it back. And here's some XP and some gold. <laughs> cool. Valhalla. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to play that quest. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. Like you said, it's like Ubisoft based games, like all their side quests are, are exactly, they could be ran by AI and you yeah. wouldn't know any difference. Yeah. You know, so it's like, if you want to like do that so that. The Assassin's Creed Valhalla main story can be way better because then they have more time. Because a lot of what's happening now in games is that they're expected to put make a game that's 70, 80 hours long, but a side yeah. quest doesn't need to have the most amazing like vernacular ever known to man. It just needs to do its job of like getting you some gear, loot, or whatever it might be, potentially. But then focus on that main story being like rich and exciting and interesting and put the talent of people that are good at developing that stuff into that and not make them work on a bunch of bullshit. It's just like having like a 3d artist who spends all their days with all this microtransaction stuff, wasting their time away, just building like 10,000 different skins when they could be creating new art for new games, for new experiences. You know what I mean? Like yeah, but AI can now do those skins mm -hmm. so that our, Human, human creatives can make better stuff. So the skins, I agree with you on yeah. something like that. But for the side quests, if if you're gonna fucking just bullshit it, just like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, because they have a shit ton of bullshit quests, they don't even have it in there. 
Don't well, even yeah, bother with it. You know sure, what I mean? For sure. Because yeah. they oversaturated that game with fucking side quests and all that. Because I'm replaying it currently. They oversaturated. So don't even bother fucking yeah. doing that. Focus don't on the main it. story. Just make, don't make a linear story. Do mini, make a linear a good game. Story. Or don't do it at all. Yeah, I agree with that too. Yeah, like, I mean, I keep going. That's the ideal world. I keep going <laughs> back to God of War. World. I keep going back to God of War. Like they, they're side quests, but there aren't like a ridiculous amount. There's enough to like get a little lore here and there. Yeah. There's yeah. like some fun side quests where you go and kill some cool, challenging things and get some cool gear. It's like, all right, that's awesome. Yeah, but there's not like eighty thousand of those. Yeah, well, you know, like think of a game like Diablo Four right now. Like okay. Blizzard, you know, talking about using it for that. So. We're not using it for the games. Like Diablo 4, like if they didn't have all the side quests in the game, do you think the overall game would be better? I think so. Yeah. I, I get so. I get lost. Yeah. Well, because like I'm saying, like for the, the sake of the the progression, you know, if like you don't have all the side quests to do, you're you might finish that story in twenty hours. So then what do you do? You still have like the end game stuff. Like, do, like, is it okay to just like leave the game and be done with it? Or well, yeah, it's the same way fine. how Diablo was fine. survived for this long, anyways. <laughs> I mean, Diablo three, you can up the rank, you can keep hunting for more gear, you can just keep going. But the one thing I think we're losing track of the subject is that the AI is how it's affecting. I think what Blizzard's doing with the um, what was it? Uh, focus on the regulating players' interactions. Is that what it was? No. About something bad. Hold on a second. Sorry, I, I think it could be mediocre. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're going to use AI to make the games that we have now, like that's already a problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could use it in the way you use it. Where it's like, I'm stumped right here. I just need to get past this. Yeah, this block. Boom, got me. Yeah, I'm good. I'm gonna keep going about my business. Yeah, human made process. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, it's, oh, we need some bullshit quests. Whip them out. What, what are some cool quests we can do? Yeah. Yeah. We, we've been talking about a lot of, <laughs> at work because we've been using AI a lot just because it's like, it's one of those things that if you're, if you're not using the product, like <clears throat> you may get lost in the wind without having AI in your tool set. So yeah. we're trying to find ways to in, integrate it. And like for me, like I said, it's, I did a, I built an API integration the other day with a product that, Normally would have probably taken me like eight to ten hours to build. It took me two, so like it gave me so much more time to work on other stuff that I exactly. could focus on, you know, exactly. which was nice. And I still where, knew what I did. Where does that come to a point where like it helps you work on that stuff? But where does it come to a point where it takes over your job? Basically, that's where I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, that's I, that's the scary part of AI right now. From going to South by and listening to everything, and then. Listening to the critical role guys talk about how his AI is kind of affecting their job as well because yeah. of voice acting and all that jazz and like <laughs> yeah, yeah. running stuff. I feel like AI needs to be regulated, and I feel like uh, what Blizzard's doing with the uh, regulating the player, uh, not the players, in the uh, toxic, the toxic stuff that's yeah, happening. Yeah. I think using that that would be good, but anything beyond that. I don't know. There has to be a limit on how much AI you can use in a game, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, as you're saying, I don't know. I mean, I mean that's what the writer strike's about right now. Is it? It's about, it's the about AI? AI. Well, that's part of it. I didn't realize that. They, they want to make sure that studios don't just use AI to write scripts. Oh. Like they want to make sure there's a human component with it. So it's integrated in a integrated way where in a way. it's not taking away jobs. Right. 
because I, can, I mean, obviously, an AI can only do so much. And so, but you want people to be there to actually create stories, yeah. And then maybe use AI as a help to like, oh, we're at a, we're stuck at a point. It's a very it's, past it. It's very scary. Like uh, the further yeah. we go with it, it's just like, I mean, hell, us doing this podcast right now, we can be done with this and just have AI run it the whole thing. <coughs> well, I wouldn't do that, but well, no, you wouldn't yeah. do that. But in yeah. the future, that's what some it's people going might. To. I yeah. mean, we got I, to the I point think, where you can have. I mean, we've seen it. There's there's videos on YouTube of people talking. Like presidents talking to each other, playing fucking Call <laughs> yeah, of Duty, yeah. and that all they do crazy. is use an a, use an AI and take like thirty seconds of someone's voice, and, it's just and they can create yeah. anything they want to. That is a, something funny, you know. Yeah. And then it kicks off, and then someone sees that that one thing funny, and is like, "Oh, we can do this too. We can make a whole TV show of this." I mean, a, a prime <clears> example <throat> is that uh, Secret Invasion, the new Marvel TV show. They got a lot of flack that about yeah. that, about because they used their intro. They had it was all AI generated their intro, and people lost their shit about it because yep. like, why would you do that? You know, you're taking away someone's job. You're doing this and doing that. And their defense was it was like thematically relevant, which yes. I thought was interesting to like. It was because it, it like the secret invasion. It's like what, I, don't, I don't know what the story is. The secret invasion, but like scrolls and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what? It's about the scroll. Okay, squirrels. <laughs> so, squirrels. No, no. Scrolls. So scrolls in. Uh, it's a race. Back in it's a race, oh, uh, alien oh, yeah. race. Uh, in Captain Marvel, they lost their planet. Yada yada. All this bullshit, and they slowly uh, migrate to our planet to live on, and they can disguise themselves as human beings and stuff like that. As long as they touch them, they get their memories and yada, yada, all that bullshit yeah. and their powers yeah. or whatever. So mm-hmm. they're living there, but there's a there's one side of the scrolls that are like well we want to just take over this planet it's like fuck it all you know and just take it over and that's what they're slowly doing nick fury's trying to stop it but there's more to the secret invasion in the comic side that i don't want to get into because that's yeah. we're derailing no, so, yeah so how does that um, relate to ai well just it's the the dark side of ai you know yeah. it's like they're it's like oh, uh, slowly that taking over and not realizing it that i think that's a cop-out answer oh yeah it's most definitely <laughs> cop-out in my answer. opinion that's a cop-out yeah. I, I look at I look at AI where I'm at right now with this is that it's it's like when we first invented the computer. You know, it was everybody was freaked out by it because they're like it's gonna take our jobs. And it didn't take our jobs. It enhanced our jobs. It made our some of our jobs better. Sometimes it made it a little bit worse. Sure, you know, if you wanna, you know, you can also go that way. But like the computer didn't take people's jobs away. It evolved their ability to do what they can do. And I think AI is gonna do a similar thing in that it's going to innate because like for me, like there's a bunch of bullshit work that I can, I do at my job that I don't need to be doing. AI has helped me to take away that bullshit so I can focus on the things that I really want to, that my brain is built for. Now that's now 10 years from now, AI is going to be even smarter. And that's what I'm concerned about is that one of the things we were experimenting with at work is a uh, Photoshop has a new beta that's out right now. And a couple of people at the office, one of our uh, listeners, Jason, shout out to Jason, has been playing with it a little bit. Hey. Not this Jason. <laughs> oh. uh, and I, uh, you know, Patreon supporter Jason. Jason. All, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they've been all playing with it and they did this, this demo that I thought was really fascinating where they took a picture of a Jeep, right? And the picture of the Jeep was just like a close-up shot of a Jeep that was, there was a photo that they took. And they were able to like highlight the Jeep and say, expand background. That's all they said, expand background. And then it created a larger canvas, twice the size, and created more rocks, more sky, more waterfall, 
that virtually to the naked eye look like it was just another picture, but they added like twice as much to the image. And then it's like they were playing the other day and they took one of our, our, our coworkers and gave him a beard. And it was just like with a couple clicks, it was like, bam, he's got a beard. They and did it an looks AI good. Brett actually rolling a blunt <laughs> instead of putting his eye, his rolling, AirPods. He rolled a joint. That's right. Yeah. So that's the stuff that, that scares me the most is that yes. it can like the visual aspect of it. Yeah. The deep. And fakes who are so is real. going to know? Yeah. Mm. You can say, Hey, this person killed someone and show a picture. A picture like I took this on my phone. Yeah. I mean, there's people you well, can look at that, that shot of Donald footage. Trump getting arrested, you know, that they yeah. made in New York of. and he's running with mm. the police. Yeah. And yeah. Like, well, y'all, all this stuff. y'all seen the new, um, what's that called? The robot death or whatever on Netflix. Oh, Love yeah. Love Robot yeah. Death? Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, Black Mirror. That's oh, what Black I meant. Mirror, yeah. Yeah. Black Mirror, the, the episode one. where she uh, she signed her rights away. Is this a new away. season? It's a new season. I haven't watched it. Yet. Oh, you haven't watched it yet. But she signs her rights away to her person. And, to her person. And they play it on Streamberry, which is Netflix, of her life. And they just basically get all the recordings of her and just ah, like play man. it. So, but yeah, but this is the thing. Like, it's getting so good that how are you going to tell? Yeah, I mean, if something's real or not, like that's how scary. Like it's nice now that the AI can't do fingers, so you can <laughs> yeah. immediately tell. Or eating food, have you seen that? Uh, maybe like 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 <laughs> oh wait, like creating a video. Yeah, creating okay, a video, yeah, like yeah, for yeah. a pizza commercial. Yes, is yes, terrifying. yes, it's awful. Um, but yeah, they're gonna get better to the point where we won't know. And at, I mean, who's gonna know? Like AI could be controlling us and creating all this content. We could be an AI right now. I know. Subliminal messages. I don't know. I think for I video games, it's nice because it's something that I think could be very beneficial to the gaming industry yeah. to help create backgrounds and mm. stuff and yeah, NPCs and things. But but still, to a point, I think video games is a staple to move forward on other things. To oh yeah, definitely. That's why we need like laws and restrictions, restrictions and regulations. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we have to keep creating other AI to figure out if. We're looking at something that's AI. Well, that's why recently <laughs> that's already happened. Like with the yeah, ChatGPT. Like when that first came out, people were using it to write their papers. So then there was a school. guy that, yeah. over the course of his Christmas break, wrote a, a program that would detect if it was AI or if it was written by AI or not. Yeah, yeah. But but that's just like the basics of. I mean, you can there's there's some really complex like AI things you can do where you can be like, <laughs> you know, look at my five competitors and analyze the competitive analysis of their you know do a competitive analysis against them versus my company and give me back the five key points i need to know for this next pitch you know business pitch they can do all that stuff there was a guy that actually used it to create his closing argument or you know some kind of argument in court and it made up fake laws and he used it and got this this by go like this fired basically or whatever yeah but it's just like a bunch of random stuff like that where it's like the problem with any tool is that there's the good side and then there's the bad side. And Double the maliciousness the is very scary. You know, it's just like going back to like, I mean, you know, gun laws or any kind of stuff like that. It's like in the day, what you're using is a tool and how you use it is where the crime can come into play. So no. it's like with AI, it's like you're going to have somebody who could use it very well and other people that use it really bad. Right now, there's a lot of great things to do with it, but... I mean, I've seen all kinds of freaking weird ass shit on Facebook popping up with, you know, ads being served to me of just like celebrities that are, you know, 
clearly not the real celebrities. Naked? No. Yeah, yeah. Have you yeah. seen that too? No, I haven't. That's not no. on my page. Yeah, it's all I don't kitty know. Cats. I've, I've been like, <laughs> I've been getting served a few of those here and there, and like just random, like random things. I'm like, where the hell is this coming from? Like, I didn't search for any of this. It's just popping up. Yeah, you didn't search for any of it. I didn't. <laughs> I. With AI, it's like, just because we can doesn't mean we should. Yeah. And I think that applies here. Yeah. We shouldn't be doing this because, I mean, Eli Musk was talking about AI. Oh, he was like, man. if we don't create laws and boundaries now, and this was like three, four, five years yeah. ago, like we're going to have problems. Yeah. And I mean, we're just going full steam ahead. Who cares? Let's do it. Whatever. Yeah. No laws, no nothing. I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen. Well, it's I mean, we're at it's it's hard to stop. I mean, you can't just you can't just <laughs> you can't, turn it you off. Can't just turn it I off. Know, I know. You know well, if we have an EMP, then it'll turn everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Solar flare, man. <laughs> hey, they keep talking about solar flare from the sun could blow out all the all just a giant EMP on That'd the Earth. Crazy. Yeah. I want to figure out how to be creative again. That was supposed to happen yeah. in like 2015, 2016. Yeah. yeah. Never happened. I don't know. Yeah, it's. I mean, there's there's a lot of really cool. We didn't really talk about <laughs> much really of what I had on the positive side here. It's oh a yeah, what's the, the positive? Part, right. but, <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm gonna go on a positive side. Like what what you were saying with video games. Uh, you think uh, searching out the toxic stuff is a good positive for it, and and like dealing with NPCs. Like let's say I'm running around with Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto Five is outstanding. To me, watching the NPCs actually have a life and stuff, but actually able to communicate with them and them have actual thought, be pretty cool. Yeah, it enables them to like put in more dynamic responses. Yes, and with without having to actually like write all the write content. all the content. So it's yes. like if you want more diversity, it's like when you interact with somebody based on what you just did, mm -hmm. the AI will be like, "Oh, you just or went and like you know stole a truck, and then you." Freaking shot this guy on the side <laughs> of the street. And then this other person will be like, oh, you okay. just stole that truck. Let me stop you. And then so, that's the dialogue. So maybe great. not Grand Theft Auto. Let's go Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that. Let's go Mass Effect. Let's, let's say you're, you're, you're talking to someone and you can actually like... You can actually like type in your response to them, and they respond to you. I think that might be a better example, like a like, yeah, like when you, when you romance oh a Mass Effect. Game. Dang it! <laughs> hey, you want to fuck? You put that on there, and they they just automatically decline you like right off the bat. You didn't romance or anything. I want to fuck you, and then they're like, "What oh is God. wrong with you?" And we're like, "Okay, this is very real," and it gets you immersed. <laughs> then yeah, that that will work. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? No, not, no we don't want that. <laughs> I, I think uh, just God looking damn at it, what I you can't have, come up with a good example. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Racing games, okay. Unique dialogue based on what you're doing. You know, you can't do anything wrong with that. NBA 2K can you're use playing, some Chat GPT. Roll down my window. Good. Look at Vin Diesel. No, you want to fuck? Too. That'll probably get racist really fast. Yeah. NBA 2K. And see, what? that's another thing. That's what I like Don't about the that. toxic stuff because yeah. I've been playing a lot of PC games now, and they have the open chat. And I hear people just dropping the N-word or dropping a lot of fucking vulgar stuff. And I'm yeah, like... This guy over here dropping bad I, words Whoa, too. Wow. whoa. I say damn fuck a lot, but I don't point it towards someone. <laughs> no, I just... Yeah, I was just saying yeah. this. You but like, say it at the ground. Yeah, I say it at the ground. I say it to myself. But like that, I can see that working Happy in its birthday favor. birthday to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I can see that helping out a lot. Yeah. So. I think you need to create a contract every time you're going to use AI. I'm going to create contract. I'm going to use AI to do X to build a mountain. 
and a video to game. assist me to build them out. Yes. To assist, I feel like contract. the AI needs to assist with certain things. Like yes. if you're stuck on yes. something, I think that I think that would work well. But it's not going to go. That everyone route. in there just using it and developing it and doing all these things, like it can get out of hand. Well, yeah. that's the thing right now. It's like ChatGPT is like terms of service, basically say anything you do with this platform is your responsibility and we have nothing to do with it kind of idea. Nice. You know, so it's like they don't take any personal I mean, responsibility. Yeah, that's fine. That's, that's definitely there. fine. You know, so it's like, but to your point, you know, there's no uh, regulation or yeah. any kind of policing of like what you're using it for. Um, and people are using it to do a lot of nefarious things as well as really good things. Yeah. Some nefarious things. I'm worried about. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Photoshop can create a fucking new picture out yeah. of one picture. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. You could use that for so many things. Oh, I know. Yeah. But yeah, there's people who create like old time footage and just take normal footage and it has the shake, like you're holding it like a hand cam and it has like the... Saw Abraham the, Lincoln um, die on camera. The actual like film. It makes it look like it's actually like film. eight millimeter. Yeah. Oh, well, great. I mean, think about, remember uh, <laughs> back during COVID... All the informa- misinformation that was coming out. Oh yeah! Imagine if they had ChatGPT, because it wasn't out yet. It would have been a nightmare, because it was already bad back then. They were making up shit left and right. Now it's like well, they don't need ChatGPT to make up shit. Well, that's what I'm saying. They can do it faster and quicker, you know, yeah. or a faster and quicker. Same thing. They can do it faster now. <laughs> faster, quicker. You know? So like Stronger. the amount that they were doing then without AI, imagine what they can do with AI, both from a visual perspective yeah. with imagery. Plus, I mean, they could have like literally somebody could have gone out there and like made a headline that said, you know, the entire country of Italy falls, dies, and then just made an image of just like a bunch of people dead in the body bags or whatever. I mean, like that's very scary to say, but it's like that is a very real possibility with yep. some crazy people out there in the world. Well, not crazy people, older people. Like no, no, my I'm mom saying, and my grandmother. No, 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 I'm saying like crazy people that. that would make those images. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought you meant people. I don't think your mom it. would make those images. No, yeah. she can't. <laughs> yeah. She'll believe those images, yeah. but she yeah, won't exactly. make them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My dad can edit videos with. Um, he can create his own video by just throwing a, fu- a bunch of clips into. Uh, well, I'm just saying the they GoPro. wouldn't do that. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. your dad would not go and make a bunch of Terrorize fake images people. of people dead just to make up a headline. You know what gotcha, I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. You're talking about the, the people stuff. that are malicious, have a yeah. malicious intent would go That's out right. and do yeah. that with the tools given to them. But yeah. I don't know. It needs to be regulated. In I my agree. opinion. I agree. Yeah. I think it can help the gaming industry with certain things like Brett said and what I said, but it's just, it's scary. Well, bringing it back to gaming specifically, because <laughs> that's a real question. Less on the regulation side, because that's something we can't really control. <laughs> that's what true. We can control is it's going to have a big impact on gaming. And I was I was hoping to talk about what are some cool things we could do with gaming. We just went so dark. <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> I mean, how can we die? Like, we're doing good. It's yeah, like we I mean, need we need good. a little bit lighter just, uh, stuff. <laughs> got a little Sorry, darker guys. than I anticipated. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's good. I mean, we can. This is this can be the wrap right here. You know, it's no, just, no. Uh, tell us. I want to see. Tell us. We want to know. I mean, we're good now. I mean, it's, it's we're done at this point. So, if any no, games what do you got? What do you got? Uh, what do you got? It's Skyrim. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So modding. Yeah, modding. Oh, no, I don't want to talk about that anymore. Yeah, okay. What? We've already, like, we've already gone on the Lamar rabbit hole. Press. What are you talking about? I want to hear about this. This is awesome. I okay. This lonely well, road, lonely road that I am <laughs> So there was a modder named Art from the Machine that used AI and Skyrim VR to make NPCs that would have dynamically generated conversations. So they use ChatGPT to generate the responses mm-hmm. and then text the speech from XVA Synth. See, that'll be to make cool. The NPCs fully voice I'm and whisper it. for yeah. text to speech to enable player input via microphone. See, I like that. Yeah, that's cool. That's what I want to talk about. Okay, <laughs> keep going. I'm pretty sure I mentioned that before. Yeah, yeah, probably, uh, but probably a little bit. Yeah, you went a little deeper into it. I was just, you know, <laughs> well, I was getting there. I was just started. I, I was talking about GTA lit. and then Mass Effect, and you're like sex, and I was just like, <laughs> okay, we're done with this conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's cool that like one of the shopkeepers now could tell you the shop hours because I mean, whoever knew when the shops opened or closed? Right. Well, you got I mean, yeah. it was dark. You knew it was closed, but when it was light outside. You think it'd be open, but it know. wasn't because it was too early and there was nobody there. Thought Red Dead. Redemption that up pretty well. They told you the shop hours. Yeah, they did. No, I didn't think so. <laughs> but I mean, it, you look at your your little watch. And you're like, you're like, it's kind of late. It's too late, or it's too early. Apparently, I do think stuff like this though is really interesting <laughs> for games like Ubisoft. Going back to them, oh, because they have so many freaking <laughs> oh, quests in yeah, there. Yeah. They're just like the dialogue's kind of shit, you know. And like, it would be nice if it was a little bit more dynamic based on what I've done. <laughs> You know, so even if it was shitty, at least it was shittily accurate. You know, yeah. so it's like, hey, you just went out and just like took down the freaking building over here. And it's like, then you come to it and it's like, oh man, freaking what's the guy's name from uh, Walking Dead that was in this game? Daryl. No, no. From Walking Dead that was Rick in Rounds. Ghost, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Oh, uh, fucking, uh, oh, John uh, Berthall. Thank yes. you. John Berthall. <laughs> Damn it. I was going to make up another name. Fuck. I, want, <laughs> I want, I want this game to be like, oh, you've gone and like taken down John Berthall, the game. When I go to talk to somebody, <laughs> they're not like, oh man, John Berthall still a threat out there right now. I mean, he's freaking taking over. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. You, oh, should so like, so like, yeah. you should know by now. I world, killed that motherfucker. World events. I'm the Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> world exactly. events have happened and they yes. need to know, but they're over yes. here like, oh, the world's going to end still. Yeah. You know, it's like you beat you beat a, the main story I in a game and then you know. go to talk to somebody. <laughs> Hogwarts Legacy. I went to freaking talk to people after I already, spoilers, went, <laughs> went and took down all the bad guys. I mean, okay, that guy. Spoiler. I took that guy's down, and then I go. It's like, man, that Ranrock guy, man, he's such a threat. I'm like, I fucking killed that guy. <laughs> that was a secret, though. They don't know. Let oh, me, he's dead. Okay, let, let me tell you, <laughs> so I say, killed him. Is that is that what you want to say to him? Yeah, well, yeah. you know what? You're in the microphone and everything. <laughs> I killed that son of a bitch, and then they respond like. Oh, you did? Congratulations for fifty percent off in the store. <laughs> hey, hey, that would actually be kind of cool. Agree. That would be if you're in the cool. game and you have ChatGPT voicing, voicing everyone for you, and you go in there and be like, "I kill them." They're like, "Did you?" And they're like questioning you. Yeah, yeah. and you have okay, to actually okay, like okay. talk to them and use <laughs> like, your own wit, right, and knowledge to uh, get them to answer or per, yeah, 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 persuade them. You know, it's like yes. kick me in real the persuasion. <laughs> Cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're onto something. Yeah, I am. I just didn't really expect it. I was gonna try and give Brett shit. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, you did. You gave it to him. Hey, uh, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, that's uh, that's AI. Everybody, it's <laughs> that's not AI. This is this is real people talking right now. <laughs> 
uh, I use AI to start working on a D&D campaign. If I ever decided to D&D, I was like, I'm going to see what AI does for me. And it did a really good job of writing me a new custom world that uh, I have a backstory now from my world. And it's very exciting. Nice, so I'm nice. very proud of it. Yeah. Do you want to hear it? No. Okay. Not in this podcast. Yeah. Fine. Fuck you guys. Well, not in any podcast. Yeah. Be it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> so uh, there's a lot of AI happening right now. And there's a lot more that will be happening in the future. So that is where we're at right now. We yeah. don't know where the future will take us, but it's exciting. It's going to save us a lot of time. It's going to give us a lot more time to be creative and make hopefully better games. But it's also scary because there's also some really nefarious things you can do with it. So we'll see. And please let us know your thoughts on AI in gaming or AI in general. So. Exactly. Welcome, everybody, to the Gaming <laughs> Apology Tour. Why are games <laughs> coming out broken? <laughs> We're sorry. We're, We're sorry. sorry. <laughs> oh, man. So we've been trying to have this conversation for a little while now. It started with the uh, Redfall release uh, way back when. And then it was like, oh, then Golem came out really bad. Oh, my God. It and did. Then, <laughs> and then, uh, then other stuff happened, and we had to push this conversation back. So here we are. But ultimately, we want to talk about a little bit regarding games coming out broken a lot. Not just a little bit, but like a lot, a lot. A lot you of know, We got games like Redfall that came out like garbage. Jedi Survivor launched Cyberpunk. a lot of bugs. Cyberpunk came out pretty poor. Golem came out pretty bad. Fallout Battlefield 2042 came out looking bad. Uh, Fallout 76. You name it, it probably came out a little bit broken. Except for Diablo, it actually released or pretty God well. Or God of War. Or God of War. God of War, I, I totally expected that to be great. Yeah. Um, so there's a oh, Halo Infinite. Oh, man, I forgot about that one. So there's just been a lot of games that have come out Poorly. Forspoken. Forspoken. Oh, shit. <laughs> Babylon's game. Fall. Yeah, that New Genesis. Fantasy Star Online 2. War Thunder. But what's been so interesting is that, you know, these games are coming out. They're really broken. And then there's a big old apology letter that comes out, which if y'all didn't see the meme out on the wild, there was a photo that was posted that was basically just like every apology letter that's ever been posted um, recently. And it's it's just a lot. And it's a, it's a weird state with the gaming industry with games costing more money than ever before to make. And they're coming out just not good. So what are y'all's thoughts about this? How do you feel about it? Just like initial high level impressions. Like, why do you think this is? Money. money. It's all it's about money. broken money. because of money. Yeah. These games take more time to develop, and then people are like, well, we got to get this on a spreadsheet. We need hype. We need to build all this stuff. It actually costs less to just get the game out, take the hit, and fix it later because it takes a lot of money just to keep it in the the oven. Production. Yeah. Okay. Same with Cyberpunk. It was supposed to launch a year later, and then the devs found out, hey, we're launching it this year. Yeah. They're like, what? But it's been like... I mean, they went on a whole tour of like, look at this game. It's so awesome. Marketing, marketing, marketing. Everyone's hyped. Everyone wants to buy it, like pre-order it. It's supposed to be the best game ever. It wasn't ready. So here's my devil's advocate counterpoint to that. Okay. like it. I think you're wrong. Okay. (laughs) And I think the reason why you're wrong 
Because I don't think it's the money. I think it's the scope creep. I think they're building games. I think that's part of it. And letting them get too big to the point where they get <coughs> four years in the production. They're like, shit, this is going to take another five years to make. Yep. So the solution to that, not throw more money at it, not release it too early, make a game that's not so big. Well, on top of that, they are keep going through the the head people who are well, like, that too. Yeah. You're also uh, a bunch of people like, you know, dropping this. out. Uh, well, but now the reason for that is because they committed to a game that they now can't <laughs> deliver on. So they're like, yeah. I'm getting the fuck out before it's too late. Exactly. Jeff or Kaplan freaking with overwatch too. He's like, PVE is going to fall apart and die. So yep. I'm just going to get out before it's get out now. too late. You yep. know? Yeah. Yep. Well, so I mean, it's cyber pretty sad. Uh, prime example of that. That was supposed to come out back when Arkham Asylum came out. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that that's a long time to be waiting for a game. Yeah. So well it's yeah. like looking at, <laughs> at Redfall, there was an article that came out about the developers. They were wishing that Microsoft would cancel the game. And the wow. reason was because yeah. uh they provided insights in the factors of light of the poor release, such as a lack of clear direction and understaffing issues. So that again just goes back to well, goes back to two things. One is the understaffing just means there was too much in this game to build that they didn't have time to build in the time yeah. that they were given. So scope could have been pulled back to allow them to reach that point. But then also the lack of clear direction. It's just like they probably got the higher ups up here who are like saying like, oh, we needed to do this thing. You know, we need like a live <coughs> service game. And then these guys are like, well, we need to make sure there's good story and like the, you know, environmental storytelling and environmental interactions, blah, blah, blah. What's, I forgot what they called Dishonored Games, but the, um, uh, I don't remember the name of it, but whatever those types of games are, uh, those two things are like kind of competing with one another and just ultimately are just leading to a broken yeah. system. I think that's what I was thinking. You have people at the top who are like, we need to make this kind of game and it just needs to be like this. Like Fall 76, we need this online, overworld, yeah. blah, 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 make all the money, get big game pass, but but but. Here well, we are. That didn't happen yet. At that point, when they well, launched yeah. Fallout seventy six, but you know, let's have a let's have a let's have a battle royale in this mm-hmm. too. Let's y'all just do everything like that a, makes money. Y'all think that's like a generation thing? <clears throat> like there's a generation gap between what we're like dealing with now. The higher ups are used to a mentality of like working nonstop and getting shit done, and then the newer generation is just kind of like. Nine to five, I'm done. I don't know. Wait, what do you mean nine to five? I'm done. Like I work my eight hours, I'm good. Oh, oh, I see. I see. Like people, and yeah, then the other respecting their time more <coughs> than people of yesteryear, kind of thing. Because I, I in the military, I'm going to refer back to this. That's how the mentality is, and I'm stuck in the middle of it. You know, um, I am a, a supervisor of my employees, and they just want to work till they're done, and then they're done. Which I respect that. No one wants to put in the effort and stay late or do anything else. But that was the old mentality that I had back in my day whenever I was young. We, little Jason running around, I will stay late. I will do whatever because this was my main focus. This is it. This is my job. Do you think this, what we're seeing now, is a repercussion of that? Is a generation gap. And slowly we'll get beyond this once that older generation (coughs) retires and moves forward. Well, I think they demand too much of people right now. But that's what I'm saying is because that older generation is demanding that much mm. is to put in that time, put in that fucking effort. 
I think it's more. I think it's different. I think yeah. four I, was about passion. You know, we're talking about battle yeah. bit like that. That's passion. That's yeah. passion. Yeah, they have a clear like uh, sight of what they want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Here, I feel like what they're trying to accomplish is we need to make money. And then, you know, they get the focus groups and they find out all the stuff that's going to, uh, you know, it's big right now. Yeah. Oh, Battle Royale is so big. We all need a so, Battle Royale. Let's all make Battle Royale. We need skins. That, uh, we need a full green skin cosmetic for this mm-hmm. one thing that's going to cost you 20 bucks. So the passion with the leadership or the passion with the developers? <clears throat> with the common worker pushing it? Well, I'm sure the common worker has passion, but then it comes to the people making all the, the final decisions. Being okay, like, we have saying. to go so a certain way. We have to go a certain way. We got to push it. So you think it's the higher ups that are doing it? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, I think it really it falls on them. I mean, they are technically the leadership. Yeah. So if it's not going the way that it's supposed to be going, I mean, it falls on them in the end. Hmm. How it, do might, you ex- it might be it might be the people at the bottom, but they need to fire those people and find new people. How do you explain for spoken? I don't know. Because that doesn't fit in your argument. Is my only concern. I agree with you in most cases, but like for Spoken <laughs> Golem, they don't have microtransactions. None of that stuff exists there. They're single player focused games that came out yeah. broken. It's There's not their, a money grab if yeah. the game is going to come out broken and then they're not going to make any money. So like, what went wrong there? I think I think Golem. What, I'm sorry. Well, what I was talking about. Yeah. These are the exception, not the rule. Mm-hmm. Currently, the rule is let's make a bunch of money. For all like triple A games, those technically aren't triple A games, I guess. Maybe triple I, if you want to call them that. Mm. We're smoking um, probably. Yeah, Golem I would say is more like a indie yeah, game. Triple I, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, Dataless Entertainment. They just had bad leadership. I don't know what they were doing. I don't. Maybe someone on top was like, "Hey, we need to get this game out. Just get it out. Yeah. Whatever." I think Golem was a combination <laughs> of both. I think the developers probably didn't put enough passion into it because you can see in that game that there wasn't enough in there the gameplay itself was just garbage and terrible for spoken it had potential but it was missing its its niche so i think those two are just oddball weird ones but cyberpunk in uh battlefield battlefield alone jesus christ i don't know what happened with that one well so the battlefield the story with them came out was that well here i have an article about that actually mm-hmm. Uh, the Battlefield 2042 devs, this article came out in Jennifer May. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Battle, uh, Battlefield 2042 devs said that Battlefield never stood much chance being great at launch. Mm-hmm. And uh, the ex-senior software engineer at DICE said that the game had many iterations and the deadline never changed much. So basically they just shifted a lot. So early leaks said that their game originated... Uh, so... Early leaks during the development, which originated from a person who is on a now, now terminated Twitter user, outlined the game's huge destructibility, weather events, and more. Unfortunately, those details did not come to fruition. It wasn't until a couple months after the game's launch it was learned that those details from internal pitches of the game, which painted Battlefield 2042 in a different light, is likely one of those many iterations that they had talked about. Originally believed to be a Battle Royale, 2042 changed directions multiple times during its development. Internal documents from a year before <coughs> release show the game in different light too within major with major weather events including tsunamis volcanoes erupting and so forth wow so yeah, basically crazy. the game just like <laughs> shifted a lot so this goes back exactly. to like it's a it's not a money thing in my mind well i mean some of it is could be like a money grab like hey let's do battle royale but it's really a just a, a vision the vision wasn't there 
Mm-hmm. You know, the vision. I mean, you Patrick Sutherland went off and started in Bark Studios, but he's no longer there anymore. They didn't have the creative leadership that they once had to guide the development because he was behind Battlefield 1, Battlefield 3, Battlefield 4. Yeah. You know, probably on his way out with uh, Battlefield 5. So, I think you know, it's a full circle thing. Yeah. You I know. think a lot of it is just depending on. I mean, you have the team who's trying to develop something, and yes, they could be not the best visionaries, and that's why we see people keep coming in and out of all these games like uh, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Mm. Like they lost like three people, I think. I don't know. It, look that up. Um, but then eventually the people at the top are like, we got to make money. You need to include these things. Don't include these things. Make it bigger or whatever. I don't know what they're telling them, but eventually it's like, let's just pull the trigger. Like Cyberpunk. It could have waited another year, and it probably would have got... Waited another year? They were supposed <laughs> to wait one more year, and it was supposed to... It would probably would have been way better than it was. Probably. Probably. God damn, that game's been... Yeah, it's bad. Bacon in the oven for but, a hot minute. You know, they got all this money infusion. They use all this time, and... I mean, they still had issues, too, but it's like, man, maybe you should just wait. Like, what, what's up with waiting? And well, like I, I said, feel like... It's burning money, though. I know, I know, get that. It's like, I get that. <clears throat> it's not... It's that that point. It's less of a, you know, it's not a money thing. It's like we got to stop spending money, yeah, to, and start making money. We thing. need to ask yeah. for forgiveness, yeah, and not permission. So but again, I think it. that goes back to just it's a it's a scope thing. It's like, it's like that, that too, clearly yeah. was not. Yeah. It's a full thing. Either full didn't circle. get budgeted correctly, which I mean, it's hard to budget. I mean, a two hundred million dollar game. It's hard to figure out like what that's gonna take to build. I mean, do I mean, you do they go every in there movie, and they're like, oh, it's gonna take us uh, five years, two hundred million bucks. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like, is that what they go in there and do? Like, yeah. Basically, 100%. yeah. Yeah. That is what they do. <laughs> government I mean, does that all the fucking time. Yeah. And then like they end up going over budget every they time. They go over yeah. budget. And you're just like, well, we got to figure it out and move from there. So it's really hard to figure out what it's going to cost. It's like, yeah. you know, with my job, it's like we're working on website projects and like we start a website and we, we literally bid a job based off what we know before we actually know what the site's going to look like. And then when mm-hmm. we get to the development phase of it, that site has completely shifted from what we originally budgeted for. And then it's like, shit, now it's, you know, praying to God, $20,000 more than we expected it to be kind yep. of thing. But I think a lot of too, what's happening here is probably when, when games first came out, like in the nineties and stuff like that, those people were like, you know, they were scrappy. They were learning quick. They were excited <laughs> There was all this like energy around making things fast because you could make things fast and put it out there and make these amazing games. And they're all creatively talented and building cool games. Now those people that were doing that creative work are now in the positions of management and they've never been trained on how to run a 200-person company. That's so true. That's they're true. making bad decisions every step of the way Yeah, yeah. and nobody's telling them what to do until they bring in a suit who their priority is how can we make sure we aren't in the red the previous year like we like we were previous year yeah microtransactions that's when the money starts coming in so it's kind of a combination of like the creatives didn't have the skill set to like manage teams because they weren't team managers they were creative people yeah then now you got the suits coming in who are like no we gotta fix this shit and we gotta just fix the bottom line cater to the stakeholders yep. and that's their focus so i think that's where a lot of this is happening is that you just have two conflicting people that have two different visions and direction and they need to work in tandem <laughs> and like kind of be one unit and they're just not doing that 
Yeah, you got the business guy and the creative guy. Yeah. It's very odd. I mean, look at uh, who's the guy um, from the uh, the Gears of War guy, you know, that you tried. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was at the tip of my thong, tongue right now. Yeah, that you know made a bunch of games and just he never could make his own game by himself because he's a creative guy. Dave That's, Batista. Yeah, you wish. <laughs> he wants to play. What's his name in Gears of War? Ooh, no, not yeah, the, guy that, great. the guy that made Gears of War, not the person that acted in Gears of War. He didn't act in Gears of War. Well, I'm just saying, like you're talking about actors. I'm yeah, talking about. I'm talking about Cliff, people. Cliff Blazinski. <laughs> Cliff Blazinski. Yeah. So Cliffy, oh, Cliffy B. B. Yeah. So he like you know <laughs> was moved into a position from creative director into running his own company, and like he's producing games, and none of his games ever were able to come out, and then he had well, to shut his company down. So yeah. It's just they're these creatives aren't necessarily fit to be. Not everybody's fit to be a, a, a leader. A leader. Of a, yeah, I mean it's a whole totally different mindset. Especially with yeah. something like this, you have so many people involved, and just it's all on you. Because look at us, we're already you a prime example. You're already blaming leadership. Leadership can go only as far as they can go, but it's people that are dedicated to that that wants to do it. Yeah. I mean, I'm stuck in that position myself where I have a lot of workers that don't want, they just want to do their nine to five and go home and that's it. They don't want to put in the extra hours. They don't want to put in the extra work and it's hard to motivate them in order to do that. And you can only do so much because you're limited by management, the other higher ups to do certain things. So, so why does Battle Bit become so successful? Because you had three fucking people working on it and just three people were communicating. No upper management. <laughs> there you go. No upper, upper management. It was, it was all about passion. No CEO. That's all it was. That it was, was 100% passion. Yeah. And you can see that passion in the game. Yeah. yeah, yeah you know, yeah. with the things that they put attention to, you yeah. know. Um, I think that's a big so thing. So these, these guys didn't have passion. They probably have certain, had upper management. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, certain people probably had like a lot of passion for this. Prime example, cyberpunk. I can imagine whenever it just started off, a lot of people had a lot of passion for it and it just kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed because all the fucking laws or like the money and all that shit and they just fell off of it and then we got the mess that we got because other people jumped into it so they can push out a game. And then it finally came out and we got a shit game because someone up in higher management, well, we already spent this much money on it. Let's fucking push it out and earn something off of it. Yeah. So the yeah. game itself is, it was, is good. And I think the people that built it were very passionate and built an amazing Extremely. world. It's just that it came out broken because yep. it, it, yeah, it's like you have the suit people that are like, they don't understand the creative side. Yeah. And therefore they, they overscoped, overbid this project probably. And then they're mm -hmm. like, shit, now we got to get it out there. Cause it's like, we made a game that's way too big, way yep. too ambitious. Star Citizen is a good example too. That game has been freaking. Oh God. They invested eighty million dollars in that game. It still hasn't come out yet. It's never going to come I out. Can't believe I Starfield's Starfield. Come out Star yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I paid for that. I can't say much about Gollum because Gollum looks like a fucking pile of shit. I don't think anyone was passionate about that. <laughs> Even in the uh, like the fucking uh, apology letter, they misspelled uh, Lord of the Rings or some shit in there. Did y'all see that? <laughs> no, they about that, fucked yeah. that up too. Like there's there was zero passion in Gollum. I feel like sometimes <laughs> these companies they get a they get something like Gollum, Lord of the Rings, and they're like, oh, we're just gonna make something that's gonna make money. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter how bad yeah. it is. They're it's just, the, we're it's just the gonna name, make it's the title. Money. Yeah. Same way with Marvel's Avengers, they everyone sees that title and they're like, yeah. And same way with movies and stuff, just push it out there. Batman versus Superman, you see that and you're like, fuck yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready. And they 
push out the shit that they had. <laughs> they do the best marketing of all director's time. Director's Cut was amazing. I love the Director's Cut of Batman vs. Superman, but that's beyond that. But yeah, they push it out there. It's the marketing. Yep. That's what hooks people. Yep. And then you're you already right. fucking right. push your money out there, and they have it, and you're like, I want it back. Oh, too bad. I have it now. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, I'll go to GameStop. <laughs> okay. Yep. So we <laughs> talked about GameStop. <laughs> go back to GameStop. Sell this game back. Yeah. Well, so that, that's good. That's my next point I want to bring up is that we talked a lot about like, you know, there's definitely a management issue. There's a money issue. A lot of those things happening. But it's like, how can we as gamers keep this from happening? We can't. I mean, other than just like not buying the game. But we it's, can't. There's there's no I mean, way. you don't you don't buy the game. Don't pre-order. Don't buy the game if you think you it's going to be shitty. don't know if it's going to be shitty. I mean, you might Cyberpunk know. looked great until it came out. That's yeah, true. you guys are yeah. hyping that motherfucker. Well, they were, yeah. they were getting pre-orders like crazy. That's yeah. the thing. Like, they now everyone is always about those pre-orders. I thought pre-orders. it was going to be good, too. There, there's, there's no way to stop that. It's the same way with wait, movies and TV shows. You have there's to no wait way to stop it. a week or two, maybe even a month after a game releases, and see what people say. Because there, there's going to be those people. Like every time we're going to go out there, buy that, pre-order it, get it day one, review it for you. Like just some Joe Schmo off his couch like us. And just be say, like, hey, this game sucks. <laughs> or you can watch gameplay. You can watch streamers. Like day one, watch the streamers. See if you like the game. You're partially right. But the real answer, Austin, oh, is... <laughs> I got it wrong. The, the real answer is there's only one way gamers can help. Ah. And that is... To listen to the Gamer That's right. every other Tuesday. Yeah, because right. I'll waste my money on all these shitty games. <laughs> <laughs> give you a fucking <laughs> shitty review on it and then take it back to GameStop. That these the guys will force answer. me to keep playing it until it gets good, like Battlefield 2042. <laughs> Which is great. It's Ain't great that now. The truth. Ain't that the truth. Oh, man. No, yeah. but seriously, like, it's with your money. Like, if these companies aren't providing what they are marketing. Like we shouldn't give them their money early. We yeah. should wait. We should take a step back. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think some of these companies may need to just crumble yeah. and then scatter to the wind and then have people who are passionate like battle bit to come out of the ashes and actually create something amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, think- you see with Jedi survivor. I mean, it's like that game came out a little broken and it's, it's, it's they a lot better now. Noticing. I, I would Bet you they're not going to make that same mistake twice. Oh, yeah. No, Gotta most definitely it. not. Yeah. Well, they shouldn't have made it once, honestly. Well, I know. No. Yeah. Shouldn't have happened the first time. It's always like, those rare gems that don't make that mistake. You know, like God of War, Grand Theft Auto Five. I don't remember it being a big issue. Oh, no. Red that Dead. game was broken as shit. Was it? Multiplayer. Oh, oh well, not God. the multiplayer. They waited like <laughs> fucking two weeks. I'm talking about the standard game that you paid for and you got. Well, yeah, yeah you paid nice. for the multiplayer too, nice. bro. Some people oh, just wanted it for the multiplayer. That's know? true. Some people so. did. But you know yeah. what? Fuck them. Uh, yeah. Fuck. Just kidding. No, I'm kidding. No. You, you, if you wanted that, I'm sorry. But no, as a consumer. Shima. Oh, quality example. Oh, my God. I'm going to replay that game tonight. Eighth <laughs> time. Eighth time. All right. Like, I'm going to wake up tomorrow. You're going to be done. Right? Yeah, I'm going to be done. Uh, to be honest, like for a consumer, I recommend like. If it's not a sequel that you're super excited for, like if they came out with a third God of War, I'm pre-ordering it right away because I yeah. know what well, I'm getting. They know, you yes. know that they're going to provide. But if you're looking at a new IP like Forspoken, most definitely wait off. Or Gollum, wait off. Ubisoft games. Don't have people convince you to buy Battlefield 2042 or 2043 when it comes out. Just wait off a minute because you'll hear a bunch of bitching about it. No, you just, should still buy it. No, Play just, with me. <laughs> 
I'm talking about the sequel to 2042. Just wait off a minute. 2043. You might be behind a little bit, but I guarantee you'll catch up. But like with new IPs, you just got to be wary, be careful. But for sequels that you know that <clears throat> Godfall. Oh my God, Godfall. <laughs> but with sequels that you know that you you trusted for a while, stick with those. You know, pre-order those and just go from there. Support Except that company as Mass much Effect as possible. Drama, not yeah. so hot, but yeah. oh yeah, Mass Effect drama. Yeah, I mean, you think people Fallout will be learning 6. learning from Nintendo? Oh my God, right I now. think about that. that. I don't play just, those games. <laughs> no, that was just absolutely uh, trash. Yeah. Like, there's the reminder of how yeah, trash yeah. it is. <laughs> trash you, the it's, trash yeah. game out there. <laughs> I, I definitely think though. I think you should. I mean, I, I feel like the idea of <clears throat> pre-ordering is just like a gotcha way to get you to like pre-buy the game so they can have better number estimations when the game comes out. But most of the time, the pre-order benefits aren't that great. I mean, I might get a little cosmetic thing or whatever. It is nice. Like with like things like Diablo, we got to play the closed beta and get in early. Yeah, that was like, fun. Play with friends. Like that was cool. But beyond that stuff, like that was I'm still risky too. Boat. I don't want to do Yeah, pre-order. it really was. Yeah. But we had to do it for everybody. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Well, I, I did it because I wanted to play it, but oh. uh, <laughs> not because of you guys. I'm, I'm going to be honest about that, but I wanted to play it. So, yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, that's our gaming apology tour, everybody. We went around <laughs> the gamut. <laughs> Talked about in. all the games that have been coming out broken. Hopefully, you know, we got a lot of games coming out this. Okay. One last oh, question. Boy. Here we go. Let's do this it. fall. Yeah. Name a game you think is going to come out broken as shit. You're excited about oh, it. Oh, shit. It's going to come out broken as Assassin's shit. Assassin's Creed? The, the the I don't think so. Yeah, okay. Oh, I don't think that's going to come out broken. What's coming okay. out? I think <laughs> so Starfield. 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 I think oh, Starfield's going to be broken. Bethesda has never failed to come out with a broken yeah. game day one. Starfield, I'm super excited about it, but I'm guaranteed it's going to be broken, but yeah. they're going to fix it real they quick. They claim it's going to be perfect. Well, they've been, it might. It might. It but it's also going to run 30 frames per second. So wow. that was intentional. They already fucked up. <laughs> they already fucked up. No, I guarantee you that game's probably going to come out broken. I can see that one coming it's out. It's going to have issues. It might not be broken. I don't think Spider-Man 2 is going to come out broken. Oh, no. no I think PlayStation no. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. I'm trying to think of what like, else is coming out. <laughs> oh, uh, Space Marine? That could be Warhammer? Oh. Uh, I don't think that's going to be broken. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I do. I really do. Honestly, as much as they say it's not going to be, I really think Starfield is going to be broken. There's going to be a bunch of headlines for the first like three, three to four weeks. It's going to be like talking about all the buddy shit. I I think they're going to fix it real quick because that's their like bread and butter at the moment. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure it'll be playable. Oh, yeah. Every every Bethesda game has been playable for the most part. But yeah, there's not a single Bethesda game. I got one. Immortals of Avium. Did you hear that just got delayed a month? It did. Yeah, it was gonna come out in July. Now it's pushed back is. to uh that's the the space like you shoot magic or not space. Uh <laughs> magic game where you like shoot magic and oh, stuff. That, I didn't that, during the summer play games that game. fest, yeah, no, the guy no, came out. It was the worst game. Was like, yeah, it yeah. looked like shit. That's most definitely gonna be broken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I wanna say it's not gonna be broken. Okay. It's just gonna be shit. It's just gonna be shit. Yeah. Okay, okay. It's gonna be shit before it gets broken. <laughs> Uh, we'll see what happens but uh, cool gaming apology tour everybody games are coming out there's more coming and we'll come back at the end of the year and see which games apologized 
Exo Primal comes out July 14th. Oh, we're about to talk about that here at the end of the podcast. Oh, yeah. shit. I didn't realize yeah. that. No, it's just... Broken. A, it's broken. <laughs> That's going to be broken, but it's all dinosaurs. It's going to yeah, be great. It's dinosaurs Can't wait. It's going to be fun. All right. Let us know what you guys, what games you think will be broken this this fall. <laughs> and uh, if you have any thoughts on like how the industry can do better, how can we do better as gamers? How can the industry or as a whole do better? If you agree with us, let us know. If you don't, then also let us know. It's a new month, and that means free games, everybody. In July, here's the games you can pick up with Xbox Games with Gold or PlayStation Plus. On Xbox, you can get Darkwood and When the Past Was Around. Don't know what those games are, so sorry. Darkwood. <laughs> That's right. On PlayStation, though, you can get Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Getting it. Alan Wake Remastered. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm getting that. That's right. Me too. And then Endling, Extinction is Forever. Cool. Yeah. No. And looking for the next few weeks, let's talk about upcoming video game releases. On the 12th, we have Oxenfree 2 Lost Signals coming to the PlayStation, Switch, PC, and mobile. TVs turn on and off. Planes lose radar. Radio stations can't broadcast through the static. In the small coastal town of Kamina, unnaturally occurring electromagnetic waves suddenly cause interference with electrical and radio equipment. Reluctantly, Riley Poverly returns to her hometown to investigate the mystery, shock Jason, but when she finds what is oh. much more than she bargained for. Me? This is the mind-bending follow-up to the critically acclaimed narrative adventure game Oxenfree from Night School Studio. Coming on the 12th. Nice. Jason, how about you do this next one? Okay. Oh, me? Okay, I was reading the other one. Okay, on July 14th, we have Exoprimal for all platforms, and it's going to be on Xbox Game Pass, just to let you know. Exoprimal is an online team-based action game that pits humanity against cutting-edge exosuit technology against history. I did twice. History's most fiercest beast. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Whoa. Are they? Exosuits are grouped into different roles, and players will pilot these exosuits to hold firm against overwhelming dinosaur swarms in an online-only team-based action games mode. Let's fight some raptors. I am so excited for this fucking game. Dude, me too. Waterfall raptors, T-Rexes, <laughs> rhinoceros-looking dinosaurs. I can't remember what they're called, but I'm going to fucking shoot them, and I'm excited. I'm so excited. It's too. like fucking it's Anthem meets dinosaurs. This is gonna be so it's stupid. Gonna be so stupid. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Gonna be stupid fun. I can't <laughs> That's wait. what I'm expecting. And coming out on the 18th, we have Viewfinder coming to PS5 and PC. Challenge perception, redefine reality, and reshape the world around you with an instant camera. Viewfinder is a new single player game offering gamers hours of interesting and fun experiences while uncovering the mysteries left behind. So a walking simulator and you take photos. Have you seen this game? Pokemon Snap without the Pokemon. Have you watched this on YouTube? I have not seen it. Dude, this is the most brilliant fucking game I've ever seen in my life. What the fuck? <laughs> Fuck? No, fuck that game. Exo Primal. Well, it's all Primal's the fucking way, dude. But no, what it's are you cool. talking about? So, like, you take a picture of something and then you can walk around oh, and yes. move that picture. That game looks amazing. And when you hold still with that picture, yeah. that picture becomes the environment. You haven't seen this game? And you can, like, no. walk into it. Go pull it up real fast. Go pull it up real fast. Real well, fast. Let, let's, oh, you let's, can't pull it up. Can. Yeah, let's, let's, let's finish this up. Okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, so, anyway. Yeah, well, anyway. That wraps up our show this week. Be sure to check us out in two weeks for more from your favorite video game podcast. If you guys like what you hear, as I'm sure you do with this craziness that's been going on this podcast, 
Please do this review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And don't forget, our twitch.tv slash gamercast channel records and streams every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Time. And if you want to hear us talk about a topic that you like, you can email us at hello at theinnerhammer.net and we will talk about it on this podcast. You can also join us in on the conversation or on Discord channel. Check out the show notes for the link. If you want to support our show, you can donate on our website at theinnerhammer.net. All donations go towards making the podcast, videos, and streams even better. And as always, if you cannot contribute monetarily, please take time to share this episode with a friend, family member, or a loved one. The more eyes we get in front of our content, the faster we grow, and it helps more than you know. So thank you for your continued support. I'm Austin Morales. I'm Brayton Oski. And I'm Jason Hobbs. And you've been listening to the Nigger Podcast. Catch you guys next time. Podcast. <laughs>